common. So uh, you're going to deal with the crosswind. So it's throwing deep. You just got to be wary of not throwing it one way or the other in case a safety comes over. Um, otherwise, you know, it's a chilly night, and uh, I think they're going to the national anthem. You bet. You've been listening to the Friesen Ford pregame show sponsored by Friesen Ford at Aurora and Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. Stop into your friendly Friesen dealership today, and we'll be back to kick it off and bring you the starting lineups in a moment. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. The Breeze, 94.5. The guards are number 31, Broderick Pates, and number 32, Connor Hand. The ends are Tice Westland and Trevor Went. Went had 160 yards in the first half of the first meeting before being injured. Seth Eckel will run the wide receiver. Kessler Dixon is your, Dixon is your running back, and Jackson Keyshaw is your quarterback of the 7-2 Pleasanton Bulldogs, coached by Ricky Wesson. The 7th-ranked 8-1 Kennesaw High School Blue Devils. The center is Drake Olson. Your guards are Eli Jensen and Austin Peterson. Your tight end, Sean Duffy and Derek Goldenstein. The fullback, Corey Fraze. Your eyeback, Trey Kennedy and Tyson Dankert is the quarterback as we are ready to play a little bit of football here on the breeze 94.5 glad to have you along with us on what is a pretty chilly night here in kennesaw one thing you'll notice wyatt hansen's out he was the he was the starting kicker so um and he was putting them through the end zone consistently we'll see See how the backup does, Tyson Danker. Yeah, and Coach Nitzler said, "Yep, well, we wouldn't, we won't be kicking it now. They didn't kick it much the way it was over the years, but uh, not tonight. So we're ready to go, Dankert, with a little bit of what we do have for wind, uh, probably at his back, and ready to return it. Went is back there as twins here for Pleasanton. 
Dankert's kick. Booted and returnable. Picked out of the air at the six-yard line. The red and white uniforms up to the 10, the 15, the 20. Room by went to the 25, 30. He's going to bring it all the way up to the 35-yard line. That'll be a first down and 10 here. Good field position for Pleasanton to start our football game. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better start. Went just a freshman. Uh, found the seam. Really good blocking there by that kick return unit. And uh, now Pleasanton will see how the wind affects them throwing the football. And will they have any kind of run game? I think that'll be something to uh, watch throughout the night. Will they try to establish some kind of a run here this evening? They actually are going to line up in an I formation here with Jackson Keyshaw, which is the first thing that's a little bit weird, and they will hand it off over the left side for a gain of about a yard and a half. And a short game, maybe only a yard gain, and they're trying to get the ball to a Kessler-Dixon. Dixon running the football here. So it'll be second down and nine. Just a straight uh, ISO up the uh, left side, and Eli Jensen from Kennesaw, he he busted through and cleaned that thing up. So, yeah, Pleasanton trying to maybe play into the elements a little bit, trying to establish the run. At least see what Pleasanton or what Kennesaw was going to line up and do defensively here. Dixon, though, stays in there as the eye back. On second down, Keyshaw turns, pitches it to him to the right, tries to come back up on the seam, gets into Kennesaw territory. He stood up as he gets across the 40 to about the 38-yard line. It's going to be third down, but short, a pickup of about seven on the play, third down and two. Golenstein among there to make the tackle. Yeah, and uh, Drake Olson from Kennesaw came through, set the edge. That turned Kessler, uh, Dixon back up the field. He's showed real good patience there, so a good run on second down, and now you're right on schedule. You're in Kennesaw territory. Uh, could be approaching four-down territory. And Broderick Pates, who's also a bruiser, checks out of the ball game. Westland's going to be the fullback, third and a long two here as Jackson Keyshaw on a blitz, hands it off over the right side, and they are not going to get the first down. Barely got more than the line of scrimmage. It's going to be fourth and two, maybe a half-yard gain on the carry. So three straight carries for Kessler-Dixon, and now already a decision here for Pleasanton. And I think just because the wind's blowing and it's a little chillier, I don't think you can go away from what's got you here. Um, you've thrown the ball for over 2,300 yards this year, 30 touchdowns. Um, I think at some point you've got to look at play action here. And they are going to go for it, at least line up for it. Fourth down and along two, hard count, trying to get them to jump off sides. Didn't. They do snap the ball, and they won't get it. Tried to go off the left side and nowhere to go. Dixon gets nothing on the gain, and Kennesaw will take over at their own 37-yard line. Kennesaw, Kennesaw just blew that thing up and stopped it for no gain. Uh, you know, just eight yards on that first possession on four runs. Kennesaw's run defense held up great now. They have an opportunity to get a great start. You kick the ball away, and now you have a chance to see what Tyson Dinkert can do. So first down and 10 for Kennesaw. Just underway here with their back split off to the right side here. More of an empty look here. Dinkert drops the snap, picks it back up, rolls to his right, throws downfield, and overshoots his intended receiver, Goldenstein. So the passing team ran. The running team passes. And Coach Schnitzler talked about that in the pregame, about how they had had some uh, center quarterback exchange problems uh, last week. And that was one of the mainly the only things that he was a little bit concerned about, and they had it right there. Yeah, and just uh, the low snap kind of threw everything off, and... Both these coaches trying to play a little bit of chess here. There, um, that's what happens when you've played each other already. You want to try to do something different than you did the first time. Twins out to the right side here in Goldenstein and Trey Kennedy, who is your starting eye back. 
And we are going to get a whistle and already a timeout called here by Kennesaw. So maybe outsmarting themselves just a little bit. We have a timeout on the field with uh, no score. We're just underway. 9.50 to go here in the first quarter on the Breeze. B&B Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always This sports go. broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion into the private market, Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. The Breeze 94.5. On second down, they'll line up with a full house backfield. Direct snap to Dankert. He'll take it off left side, but only get a yard here, so it's going to be third down and nine, Trent. See if they go back to the air here. Uh, third and long, you're behind the sticks. Again, Dankert back there with Kennedy and Fraze flanking him. Should be a flag as the right side of the line took off too quickly, and we will have our first penalty of the ball game. False start here on Kennesaw. That'll bring up third down. And 14. Yeah, real young team. Uh, Kennesaw's got a young team in that time, just a little bit too anxious to get going. Uh, it was just a split second early, but they're going to call that one every time. So now you've got to open up your offense a little bit unless you just want to you know, get out of the possession and punt the thing away. A couple of other of our radio games, two vastly different scores. Halftime, Burwell 22, Elm Creek 13 on ESPN 1460. And... Over in Arcadia, they're still in the second quarter. Arcadia Loop City 56, Sutherland nothing. They're going to have the running clock the entire second half. That's on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Third and 14, they roll the snap back to Dankert. So he just decides to take off and run, gets what he can, gets right to midfield. So a nice little gain on the play of about seven yards. But it'll be fourth down and seven. And a punting situation, you would assume here, a little different situation than what Pleasanton had. They went for it fourth and two at the 37, but here it's fourth and seven at midfield. Yeah, no doubt. Punt that ball away. Another low snap that just threw off the timing of the whole play. Um, you'll see if that we'll see if that translates here to the punt. Went goes back to retrieve it. Denkert is the punter standing at his own 30. Low snap again, but he picks it up. No rush. It's a low line drive kick. Luckily, it didn't go right into the back of his line, and he's going to get away with this. It rolls inside the 10 and dies at the 9. So it's a 31-yard punt with no return. But they're going to have to work on that, uh, this center quarterback exchange here. Again, they're in the pistol. They're in the long snap routine here. But uh, Pleasanton next time might bring a little pressure. I played center for a year in high school, and what I found was sometimes when you wear the gloves when it's cold out, it can really throw off the feel for the football. Uh, I'd cut the I'd cut the ends off the gloves to get a uh, you know a skin to skin contact. Maybe that maybe that could help some things. But yeah, they're going to have to figure out that snapping issue. That's three low snaps just on that first possession alone. So we have each team with one possession and no score here in the first quarter. Eight minutes to go, and Pleasanton has run it all four times. Back in the eye formation with Jackson Keyshaw. Tice Westland, the fullback here today. They're going to hand it to the 6'4 guy that plays end usually, and he's going to get a yard to the 10. 
They're playing right into Kennesaw's strengths. Kennesaw is elite at stopping the run. They are great for class uh, D football. Um, they just torched them through the air last time they played. I just think you've got to forget about the weather. You've got to throw the football. You've got to spread the field, too, especially since they lost Wyatt Hansen. And maybe running and going more into the wind, that's what they want to do, and they'll open it up later, but let's find out. You have to think that a big play would be coming here at some point. Second down and nine at their own 10. Out of the eye again. Now Keyshaw back to pass. Throws out of the backfield. is complete. Big gain down the right side. 20, 25, 30 into Kennesaw territory. Finally shoved out of bounds and around the 38-yard line. And that's what we were looking for. Dixon able to take it all the way up the field for about a 30-yard gain. They're going to say that he stepped out just before midfield. But it's first down and 10. Our first first down of the game. And that's set up because they, they ran the fullback dive earlier on the previous play. And then they ran Dixon out of the backfield on a wheel route, and there was nobody home. That's, the wheel route is so tough to defend. And Kennesaw was really packing it in the box, too. They weren't even respecting maybe the ends coming out. So same formation, I formation, first and ten, hard count, and there's some movement. The entire defensive line moved for Kennesaw, but I'm not going to guarantee that that's who it goes against. There might have been a twitch on the right guard for Pleasanton, but they will say offsides. And they, they, they've seen that aggressive Kennesaw defense. They're really trying to shove that run right back into Kennes into a Pleasanton's backfield, and they caught him on the little wheel route, and then they got him again because they want to keep bringing pressure, bringing pressure, bringing pressure. Yeah, you want to use quick passes, hard counts, screens, that kind of thing to negate the uh, downhill flow of Kennesaw's D. First and five at the 36. It's just going to be a straight quarterback sneak with a little push Mike in the back there of Jackson Keyshaw, and he is going to be a four-yard gain, second down at about a half-yard They'll mark him just short of the 31-yard line. Boy, that's beautiful. That's all set up because you go for you go on two last time, get the hard count, and then everybody on the D-line's watching the football, and then you just silent count and go. So nice job by Pleasanton here on this drive that started at their own nine-yard line. They've moved it now to the Kennesaw 31. A lot of six o'clock games will keep you up to date on our furniture direct scoreboard. Second and one, quarterback sneak again, and Westland just pushes him, and again for the old-timers, and I know we got a few of them over here in Kennesaw, that, that was the definition of an illegal play back in the day. It is not any longer. You can go ahead and shove the ball carrier forward, and that's going to be a three-yard gain to about the 28-yard line of Kennesaw, first and 10 again. Yeah, and that's really changed the way you, um, these fourth and ones, third and ones um, really go because you can just – Right your center, and then your fullback can just come up and give him the old Reggie Bush push. Yeah, Tyce Westland, 6'4", 215. Strong to the right side. They'll pitch and go to the left side. Dixon looking for a block and dives up into the hole, gets to the 25-yard line. It'll be brought down right there. On the bottom of the pile there for Kennesaw is Sean Duffy. So it'll be second down at about seven yards to go. And then now you're starting to see um, the run game a little more successful. It looks like they're going to stick to it, even though they only got they're averaging two yards of carry on that first possession. They come out, they're starting to get a little bit bigger chunks. Um, that wheel route out of the backfield really loosened things up. T.J. Bailey runs the play in here. He's an end for Pleasanton. And I always think it's a dead giveaway. He runs in the play, and it's taking him longer in the huddle. So you know it's not a basic just handoff. Something's coming here. Second down and seven at the 25-yard line. 
Take the snap, and I was wrong. Counterplay left side, a gain of four, gain of five, and just inside the 20 to the 19 is Dixon. Got pop good. Dankert was in there on the tackle, and good swarm tackling here by this young Kennesaw Blue Devil team. Yeah, well, what they did is they did pull the guy who ran in the play, so maybe they had to tell him, hey, you've got to pull on this play, and you're pulling left. So that time just a little power play off the left, and now you're in third and short. Um, QB Sneak's worked the last two times. They're probably going to be looking for that. Doesn't matter. QB Sneak is almost undefendable. Third down and two at the 20. Five minutes and scoreless here in the first quarter in Kennesaw. Pleasanton on the move. A drive that started at their own nine. Out of the eye, Keyshaw. On sec, third and short. Counterplay left side, and they are not going to get anything this time. Coming right through there and making the tackle is Duffy again, and it's going to be fourth down and two. Got right back to the original line of scrimmage. The ball sitting on the left hash towards the Kennesaw sideline. And so for the second time here, Kennesaw faces a fourth and two in this opening quarter. And we'll see if they go with that eye formation or if they do want to spread the football out. If you spread the football out at this point, it's probably going to throw off Kennesaw's D. They are staying true to this. Every play has been tie-dye, double tight end. Fourth and two. Keyshaw does want to throw over the middle, and it's behind his intended receiver for Brady Klein. There was a little bit of pressure. Klein was open, but the ball was behind him. And the second fourth down non-conversion here for Pleasanton, and Kennesaw will take over at their 20. I think he had time to set his feet and throw the football. He had him on the little seam route. Uh, maybe the wind throws that football, maybe it pushes that football um, away from him and gives him the bad angle, but yeah, Kennesaw escapes here, and we'll see if they can put together a drive here. So the second time for the Blue Devils, they'll go back to an eye formation here. Dankert is under center. Dankert dropped the ball, picked it up around the left side. He goes, though, and the ball's popped out again. Now it's loose in the scrum, and I think Kennesaw fell on it across the 26. They fumbled the ball twice on that play, and they gained six. Boy, the exchange has got to be fixed. That's four bad exchanges and five plays. And that's just, we've well, that's seen it with Dankert under center this time. Right. And sometimes under center, that can be even more difficult. You've got to keep your hands under there. Even if there's a big old nose guard playing over the center, um, that's when it's really important. If there's, if that's open, then you can take a little bit more time, but since there's that nose guard, a lot more pressure. Second at about five, we'll call it here, at their own 25-yard line in a scoreless game. Pitch to the right side, looking for somewhere to go is Kennedy. There's not much room. He might have got a yard up to the 26. He's gang-tackled backwards, and there is Tice Westland to lead the way. The crazy thing here is uh, one of the things that you just don't look too deep into the stat book here. Kennesaw has only turned the ball over in the eight games. And again, they're 8-1, and one, but one of those was the four-foot win over Franklin. They've played eight football games. They've turned it over two times. Both of those were against Pleasanton in week two. Yeah, no, we've seen the ball on the ground four times already, so yeah. now they're going with that twins look to spread the ball out a little bit. Third and four, Dankert out of shotgun. This time he drops it and almost picking it up off the ground that time was Dixon. He's able to tackle him. Dixon just about took it out of his hands. And I don't know if it's the cold or just uh, what's going on here, but Kennesaw, hard to move forward when you can't hold on to the football. Boy, that's just throwing everything off. Um, I know we're harping on it, but that you know, five times in the first quarter, we're at, we're at two minutes here, 250 left in this first quarter, and balls hit the turf a number of times, just throwing everything off. They do handle the punt snap this time. Dankert, a line drive kick that's taken right out of the air at the 30-yard line by Went goes to the right. Good stiff arm at the 35, but he has tackled right there at the 38-yard line. 
and it'll be first down and 10. So good field position for the second time. Goldenstein, he stiff-armed him, and Goldenstein hung on right through it and brought him down. Yeah, did a great job. I thought he was going to be shed. Um, went, he's just a freshman, and a, he's a heck of an athlete. Um, so now Pleasanton, they're winning the field position battle. Uh, 78 yards already in this first quarter. Um, just 11 for Kennesaw. So if that tells you anything, um, Pleasanton does have the edge early. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 39, 2.28 to go here in the scoreless first quarter. Elsewhere in D2, we'll keep you up to date on the Mullen and Twin Loop. That's the other side of this bracket. Halftime, Central Valley was leading Elwood 36-16, and Overton was leading Garden County 20-6. Now for the first time, we'll see the spread. Three wideouts, and they will send back in motion to throw Keyshaw over the middle and way over the head of Dixon as they sent Eckel in motion. And he looked like he was shot putting it right there. I think we're getting a little bit more of the cold that is affecting the hands than uh, anybody wants to see here tonight. And you got to remember, Pleasanton hasn't played in a playoff game. Um, you know, besides last week, they haven't been in the playoffs since uh, 2017, and that was a first-round exit. So there's some nerves here early in the game. You're so careful. You're trying to place it right, right in that small little hole, and we're just seeing we're seeing some tight play early on. Well, and again, we were joking off air. One of the colder playoff games I was ever a part of was Kennesaw Pleasanton over in Pleasanton way back in 2000 uh, when uh, Kennesaw won by two. Echo in motion, fake the jet sweep, throw again. It's a jump ball for Dixon. He gets behind the defender, and it's off of his fingertips as Goldenstein was there at the 23-yard line. But, boy, this is not what we have seen so far this season. And now we have a whistle. And do we have a penalty flag or do we have a man down? We're going to see an immediate timeout here called by Pleasanton. The ball had barely hit the ground, and we have a timeout on the field. So each team has used a timeout here in the first quarter. 2.19 to go in the opening quarter. We are scoreless. We'll keep it here right now and take a look at our scoreboard. Our scoreboard update is brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture and Mattress Direct, just south of Sonic and Hastings and online at Furniture Direct. Direct.com in D1. First game done today. Cambridge beat Neely Oakdale 62-14 in the third quarter. Burwell leads Elm Creek 22-13 on ESPN 1460. Arcadia Loop City leading Sutherland on Power 99 56-6 as they approach halftime. Osceola High Plains comes back to beat Creighton 46-32. And then uh, in the east in D2, Humphrey St. Francis beat Lawrence Nelson 60-14. Fall City Sacred Heart over Clarkson Lee 56-6. And we're ready to go. First, third down and 10 here for Pleasanton after two incomplete passes. Keyshaw trying to set up a middle screen here, and he throws it behind Dixon, and it's on the ground. So three incomplete passes after they had run for 78 yards on their first two possessions, and now we probably will see Pleasanton have to punt for the first time. Their first two drives were stopped when they couldn't convert fourth down and two on both occasions. Yeah, they just faked the swing pass, tried to run like a uh, just release the tight end to the other side, or, and there's nothing home, so now... Keyshaw to punt, Dankert back, high kick that doesn't go very far. It's eaten up by the wind. In fact, it really doesn't go very far. It doesn't make it to the 20. It's going to down about the 22. That's a 19-yard punt, and Kennesaw will have it first down and 10 scoreless the third time that they have had the football. Yeah, they avoided getting pinned in that coffin corner, but uh, like we've seen from their offense early on, it just hasn't been there. Um, Averaging 2.2 yards a carry 
a lot of that has to do with the, the ball hitting the ground. There's been a fumble or two. There's been some bad exchanges. Uh, th- th- I'm sure they've talked about it, especially during that timeout. They've got to get that cleaned up. So first down and 10 here for Kennesaw. Ball at their own 22-yard line. Dankert under center. Takes the snap, secures it, hands it off to Kennedy. The second man through. He'll come across the 25 and get popped once he gets out to about the 27, 28-yard line. Dixon on the bottom of the pile. Westland finished him off on top, but it'll be second down and four. Nice quick iso. I le- if you're having trouble keeping the defensive line out of the backfield or linebackers, you want to go quick. You want to try to offset that speed. And that's exactly what they did there. Just a quick ISO, got him five or six yards. Even Denkert made really sure that he secured the snap that time. Second down out of the I formation. And we're going to get motion on Kennesaw. They just wanted to go a little bit too early. Uh, you saw his butt come up, and it was an easy call. So now you get the you get the six yards or five yards on first down. Now you're back to where you started, and you're second down along. So second down at about nine Scoreless game here, waiting for something good to happen for either one of these teams. The big play was a little wheel route that Pleasanton ran from their own 10 that brought it out to the 39-yard line. They marched it down to the 25 but got stopped on fourth and two. Second out of nine here for Dankert. Takes the snap, looks Kennedy left side, wants to throw, has time, has all kinds of time. Still looking, still looking. He's going to have to tuck it up and run, and he is going to be sacked back at the 19-yard line. Coverage sack, nowhere to go. Westland makes the tackle. And they ran the play action. They sent Goldenstein deep. They had two guys covering him. They only gave him one option and no check down, nowhere for him to go, and they did a good job, Pleasanton did, of containing him. And now you're looking at third down and long. Um, if you want to get this first down the way you've been running the ball, you're probably going to have to air the ball out. Well, 96 points the first two first game between these two. But again, last week, the Pleasanton-Brady game didn't have more than one touchdown until midway through the second quarter. So I guess we shouldn't be totally surprised as they spread it out here on third and 13. Twins to the right, but it's just a quarterback keeper by Dinker. Straight up the middle of the field, cuts to the left, breaks off a tackle, 30, fumbles the football, and it goes out of bounds. He's going to have enough for the first down. He is going to have enough for the first down at the 35. That's going to be a gain of about 15 on the play, and the ball goes out at the 36. So a break again for Kennesaw. Yeah, the ball comes on the ground. Tyson Dankert, though, is an incredible athlete. 1,300 yards rushing on the year, almost 800 yards passing. He can do it all. He's really tough to bring down. He's shifty, and he's strong. Um, And he's just a sophomore. Yeah, and I'm... He's only going to get stronger and faster. Goldenstein and Kennedy wide to the right. Out of the pistol back there once again is Dankert. And it looks like this time maybe we've got an offside. It's going to be called on the defensive end for Pleasanton. And that'll make it first down and five. First penalty of the game. Uh, Kennesaw's got three of them so far. So now Kennesaw catches the break. Maybe they need. You get the first down and short. Um, opens up your playbook a little bit. You can go ahead and run here. You can cut this a second down and short, or you can maybe take a shot down the field. And we're glad to have you with us here tonight as they hustle up over the football on first down and five, off the left side, and then countering back to the 35, the 30, and down to the 28-yard line. Dankert is able to pick up another 10, 11 yards on the play, and Kennesaw is into Pleasanton territory for the first time in a ball game. A little more rhythm now that that football's not hitting the ground. Uh, Dankert just on a straight keeper. They give him a couple lead blockers, and now runs a 14-9 and nine on, on back-to-back plays. Kennesaw now 
looks like they're starting to deal a little bit. And they don't have to run another play here in the first quarter, and so they won't. This is the D2 State Football Playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. As time expiring here in the first quarter, Kennesaw will not get the playoff. It's scoreless. Kennesaw and Pleasanton on the breeze, 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. There's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Thanks to our producer engineer Sterling back at the Breeze Studios and Trent Ockengay. I'm Doug Duda back with you here to start the second quarter. And it'll be Kennesaw first and 10 at the 28-yard line of Pleasanton. We are scoreless. Kennesaw converting a third and 13 on this drive. Quarterback draw again. Dankert starts left and then this time doesn't get much. Get to the 25-yard line. A gain of a couple. And they send, they send Kennedy in motion, kind of fake that, that jet sweep, and then he basically turns into a lead blocker and it turns into a glorified quarterback sweep to the outside. So they get a few yards on that. Neither team has been in the red zone so far here. Kennesaw had their best drive going right now. Second down and eight at the 25-yard line of the Bulldogs. Out of the eye formation, Dankert this time. Takes it. He'll give it off right side. Kennedy gets a little bit of a hole, but goes down quickly as he gets to the 23-yard line. Gain of about a yard. It'll be third down and seven. Yeah, now you're kind of behind the sticks here, but I would call this four-down territory for sure. A punt's not going to do you very much good. Just a quick ISO there, and that time, Pleasanton did a nice job of, of filling all their gaps and making sure that Kennedy had nowhere to run and see if... The wind is out of the northeast. We'll see if they decide they don't want to throw into it. Sometimes under center, sometimes in the pistol. This time it's a pistol. That usually means Denkert's going to run the football, and that's the case. As they pull him to the right, and Dixon came out of the blitz and brings him down behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of two back to the 21. And they're starting to scout each other pretty good and an easy tackle that time. It'll be fourth down and eight. Yeah, they had that one snuffed out from the beginning, and you give Dixon – a free run. He's gonna he's gonna make a play, and now Corey Frey's running the play in. Dankert ran it on third and thirteen, basically a designed run, and he got free as he changed directions, lost the football, it went out of bounds. But after he had gained the first down yardage, Goldenstein split out wide to the left. Kennedy in the slot left. Fourth down here. Back to pass. Dankert has time. Throws over the middle, and it is going to be tipped and incomplete. 
as he was trying to get it to Goldenstein, and in there to knock it down was Brady Klein, and another fourth down. This time it is Kennesaw that can't convert, and the Bulldogs will take over at their own 21-yard line on fourth down. Yeah, tough sledding with this uh, offense. They sent Goldenstein basically on a post route. They kind of crossed their, their ends. And that time, if that ball was thrown just a little bit deeper, more towards the corner, Goldenstein has a chance to make the play. You're not really concerned about the turnover there because if they do catch it for the interception and you make the tackle, you can improve a little bit on your field position. Well, now for the first time, we will see Pleasanton be moving from east to west here. Maybe a little bit more of the wind uh, that will that will help them. It is gusting from time to time, but uh, constant about 15 to 20. They'll go out of the shotgun. On first down, here comes pressure, throwing it out here into the flat and way over the head of Westland as he was trying to get it out here. We have not had a completed pass outside of that wheel route so far in the game. Trey Kennedy was over here covering, and that's what I'm looking for more of. Uh, you know, Trey Kennedy is 5'10", Westland 6'4". That's a half a foot. That is one of those where you just want to get them one-on-one and go up and grab the football. And the way the football is being thrown by both quarterbacks so far, that might be the only way you're going to catch one that's not just uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and I don't think you have to worry about the turnover necessarily. Like you said, you do have the height. Um, you can go up and, and he can, you know, Wesleyan can go up and bat the ball away if he needs to. I mean, they see the pass all the time in practice. Four wideouts this time. Usually it's always twins right and left. Eckel in motion. No look at the jet sweep, but they'll throw it to him out of the backfield. And there was so much pressure up the middle. Keyshaw had to dump it quickly before Eckel could get to the corner. Incomplete. And it's third down and ten. So, Trent, we were thinking about what was Pleasanton doing the first couple, three drives where they just came out and ran, 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 lined up in the eye. Well, they haven't had any success through the air outside of the wheel route. If they can just connect, these routes are there. And they're doing a great job because the way you want to there's zero coverage over the top. The way you want to take them out of that, Kennesaw, is you hit on some of those short routes out of the backfield, So, just like we saw on the wheel route for 30 yards earlier. This is KLIQ-FM, Hastings, Kennesaw, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Trips to the right side with a back in the backfield for Keyshaw, and they'll fake the handoff. They want to go quarterback draw, and Keyshaw goes nowhere. He is dropped behind the line of scrimmage by Fraze. That'll be fourth down and 11 after a loss of one at their own 24-yard line. This is going to get now probably at some point. We talked about not making a mistake, and then if they tense up, it's really going to be about not making a mistake. There hasn't been a turnover, even though Kennesaw's put it on the ground five times. They picked it up each time. Yeah, if we're in the 20s or the 30s right now uh, for scoring, you take a few more chances, but now we're we're locked up at zeros with nine minutes in the second quarter. Uh, you've got to be a little bit more careful with the football. Keyshaw to punt. Not much of a rush. Low line driver bounces, and uh, Dankert decides to just let it go. He thought about it, then he let it go, then he thought about it again, and it's going to die at the 19-yard line. So that's going to be a 37-yard punt with no return, and Kennesaw will take over at their own 19-yard line at a football game that, for the most part, has been played between the 20s. Yeah, uh, Pleasanton doubling up Kennesaw on yardage so far, 78 to, to 38. And Kennesaw had a nice drive going last time, and it stalled out. So we'll see if Dankert can come out and make a play. 
going into the wind. And you can see that uh, they really are missing Wyatt Hansen back there, I believe, because uh, without Dankert, that's about all the offense they have. Again, quarterback keeper, he'll come up over his left guard and take it to the 24-yard line. Picks up about five on the play. They'll take that. Now they just have to avoid the false start penalty that has hurt them three times already. Yeah, you're ahead of the sticks now. Uh, opens up your playbook. Like you said about Hanson, though, you lose Hanson. Not only is he a good runner and a good receiver, he's a, he's a good lead blocker for Danker, too, so you lose him there. And uh, you lose him as a decoy as well because they line him out wide and just let Danker run up the middle. Twin Loop has scored first on Mullenwell. They've each scored now. It's 8-6, to six, Twin Loop, in the second quarter. Direct snap and falling down to the backfield. Dankert, he started to the right and wanted to make an immediate cut to the left and uh, just spun out. He's going to lose two. It'll be third down and seven. And there's just, again, that's fine. This is the way the conditions are. There's just not a whole lot that uh, Kennesaw is doing offensively here. And, you have to hope that when they do pull the trigger, whether it's a run or a pass play, that they're able to hit something big because uh, they are starting to be hemmed in more and more. Yeah, we're seeing the elements are really, really going to take a toll on the game tonight. We're seeing other games in the 50s and 60s tonight. Two good football teams, not going to be the case. No wideouts, third and eight. And again, Dankert just dancing to the right, looking for a little room. He'll get out to the 25-yard line, picks up about two, and it's going to be third down and, or fourth down and five, fourth down and four when they put it down. And if they if they get that on second down, instead of he slips in the backfield because he sees a free runner coming that maybe wasn't supposed to be there, and you're looking at fourth and short, and then you got a decision to make. But now you got to punt the ball into the wind. It's a it's a crosswind really, but uh, you know sometimes if you're hitting a golf ball and you got that crosswind, it can really uh, it can really mess with you. Well, let's see if Pleasanton brings pressure a little bit up the middle. Line drive kick. This time it'll be picked just off the turf of the 26 by Went, and he will go nowhere. That'll be a punt of 29 yards, not too bad, and no return. So now it's Pleasanton's turn. Where there'll be a shock play? Will there be a big play here in the first half? And what will the halftime adjustments be like? Because, again, this is about the time things got crazy over in Pleasanton last week. Uh, Kennesaw, in their uh, game against Anselmo Myrna, kind of got out early and uh, was never in doubt in that ball game last Thursday. Yeah, and your, your defense is playing good enough that – Maybe you can take a chance here. We haven't seen them use the middle of the field yet. Um, all of their passes have either been out of the backfield or they've tried to throw those long out routes. And with this crosswind, those are going to be tough to complete. They're going to go back to the eye formation. They would love to grind out at least 10, 12 yards here, get a first down. Handed off Dixon, trying to follow Westland off the left side. They stand him up, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a half a yard. We'll call it second down and nine. Yeah, nothing there for him. Uh, this, these front three, front four for Kennesaw is really flowing hard. Uh, Eli Jensen's having a heck of a game. Drake Olson and Trey Kennedy, uh, those guys are really just just dominating at the point of attack. And you can watch the coaches. Uh, Coach Schnitzler and his assistant are really having a chat down here. What can they do? One little block, one little change in scheme. Pitch play, right side, trying to get to the outside is Went. They put him in a backfield, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds after another yard gain. Dankert has the speed to match. There's a couple of kids that if they end up playing each other in a districts uh, over the next few years in the regular season, you're going to have uh, Dankert and Went, and they're going to think that they should be 26, but they're a freshman and a sophomore right now, so they're going to see a lot of each other if they continue to play against each other. Yeah, two special young players, and and uh, that time, 
Stinker did a nice job of just coming up and filling in the hole. He didn't back down. Went a little bit bigger than him, but Stinker, big, strong kid as well. One yard on each play. It's third down and eight at their own 27-yard line. Keyshaw talking with Dixon in the backfield. He's out of the shotgun. Has some pressure. Tries to throw it. He does, but they're going to say that he's down. The referee says it will be a sack back at the 19-yard line, and that's going to be a loss of about seven on the play and another punting situation coming up here. And they're bringing some pressure. If you send more than a couple of guys down in the pattern, there's been some pressure up the middle here by the defensive line and linebackers of Kennesaw. There's just no time for him to get set and look down the field. There's three blockers for Pleasanton. Kennesaw's sending four. Somebody's going to be running free. Scoreless midway through the second. Keyshaw to punt it away. Tries to put a little extra on it. Lines it right to the 32. Room to run. Up to the 40. And then Denker just goes down at the Pleasanton 36-yard line. A 30-yard punt and a return of about 11, and Kennesaw will take over in Pleasanton Territory, first down and 10. Yeah, best field position they've had all night. So you come out, you maybe see if you can get Danker going on some of those, just those QB sweeps, those QB powers. They run that power formation with the two up backs in front of him, give him, give him his chance to weave and, and find his space. And now I think they're going to spread the football out a little bit. So, first down and 10 at the 36. Dankert wants to throw, has time, dancing around, happy feet, has all day. Now rolls to his left, decides to throw back to his right into double coverage, and it's knocked down. Went is over there trying to get it to Goldenstein. Also on the coverage was Brady Klein, and Went just playing center field that whole time. But again, you're right. There aren't a whole lot of options out there when uh, they do decide to throw the ball down the field. And that's when you uh, maybe take a maybe a Corey Fraze or or somebody like that and you just kind of send them out on off the edge and give them that nice little short route both of these players were one for six for Pleasanton and 0 for three for Kennesaw both of these guys have been completing over 60 percent of their passes so not typical second down and 10 no wide outs but shotgun again that usually means quarterback keep and it does Dankert starts right reverses left nowhere to go Westland's going to get him at the line of scrimmage and it'll be third down and 10 he had some help in there Wyatt Reese and it's just tough out there. And that time it was a read. Well, the defensive end stood up. So that means you're supposed to give it to the running back. So um, that time, and then that, that end is waiting for you there. He had to turn direction and go across the green. So great field position, but Kennesaw not able to move it. Third down. This time they'll flank Dankert with both of his running backs. Takes the snap, wants to throw. Looking down the middle of the field, he's got a man out here in the flat, diving forward at the 17, but he cannot haul it in, trying to get it Sean Duffy, and it'll be fourth down. That was actually the best look that Kennesaw has had through the air so far. Yeah, they gave Dankert another option out of, um, to throw to. They know they're going to Goldenstein. They want to try to get Derek Goldenstein the ball. That time they just ran crossers. Duffy was open. Maybe if it's September and it's 65 degrees with no wind, he makes that catch, but that's a tough one tonight. Nick Keene and the special teams coming to punt, trying to play in Pleasanton deep. Here comes pressure, and the ball is booted away up into that wind, and it will bounce at about the 10, take a Pleasanton bounce to the 12-yard line. Kessler Dixon came in there and dove, and as cold as it is and as hard as that field is, he gets up kind of with a little gimpy right hip, but he's jogging down there because they're going to get the football, but that's well done, and if you can win this battle of field position, you're trying to force a turnover really right now. Yeah, and that, that was close. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would have I would have guessed that Dixon got to that. But um, either way, Danker gets the punt off. That's two that could have been 
Could have turned into a bad situation, one with a low punt, one almost being blocked. 24-yard punt, no return. They'll spread it out here for Jackson Keyshaw. Empty backfield, drops back for a middle screen, and they just bring so much pressure that he throws an incompletion over the middle to Eckel. and Drake Olson has gotten back there two or three times now when they've run that specific play and just doesn't give Keyshaw a lot of time, and this is something that Coach Schnitzler was talking about. We've got to put pressure on him because when he has any amount of time, that's when he tears up defenses in Jackson Keyshaw. Yeah, this is the third time I've seen Kennesaw play and every single week they bring more than your than you have for blockers so there's always going to be somebody coming they're banking on you getting your feet set standing in the pocket and taking a hit scoreless with 451 to go in the second quarter on second down and 10 Keyshaw same play and throws it behind Dixon covered by Goldenstein and at some point, this is going to get frustrating for Jackson Keyshaw. He has not experienced this this year, not just because of the conditions. He's used to completing almost every pass he throws, and still the only one he's got is the wheel route that uh, they got 30 yards on. Right, those those slant routes or those crossers, those when they're across uh, in the middle of the field, they're not really being affected by the wind. So those are just him just not getting his back foot set and uh, and firing the football on target. Coming up, we will have... Our halftime report here on the Breeze 94.5, brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Score updates, stat updates, state volleyball. Of course, we'll be down there with Pleasanton tomorrow. Back to pass third and ten, trying to get out of the way of the five-yard line. Keyshaw just throws it away, and they want an intentional grounding, but I don't think they're going to get that because he was out of the pocket, and he actually kind of threw it right at the sticks. But again, pressure. Keyshaw just didn't have time to even look down the field. Got back to the line of scrimmage. Fourth down and 10 at their own 12. And now Keyshaw needs to get a good directional punt here because if Danker gets any kind of return, they're going to get it inside the 30-yard line. And a good snap. Not much pressure. Just a little higher. Danker, it goes over his head, and it's going to roll 10, 12, 15. He picks it up at the 15. Now he's going to run to the right side. He might have a little room. 20, 25, up to the 30. Breaks a tackle down the left sideline, 35. It's a foot race to the end zone, to the 30, to the 20. Danker to the 10. Danker to the end zone. And Kennesaw, on a 65-yard kick return, has taken the lead. And that's the kind of play we were talking about. It went over his head. It was a great punt. He decided to go back and pick it up. By that time, all blocking and coverage had broke down, and he's able to outrace the defenders to get to the end zone. He almost acted like he wasn't going to go get it. I was thinking, what's wrong with you, Tyson? I've seen you make aggressive plays since you were in the third grade, and that time, man, he just made a play, and he's so fast when he gets in the open field. Sometimes when you let that ball roll on the ground as a coverage unit, you can kind of get lulled to sleep thinking, well, this is going to be a down football, and you can't do that with a kid like Tyson Danker. Now a two-point conversion. Danker takes the snap, kind of a busted play. He's going to run it. He is going to lean forward, and he is not going to get in. In a game that may not see many touchdowns, these conversions will be huge. But the touchdown is on the board. It's Kennesaw 6, pleasant to nothing, 424 to go, second quarter on the breeze, 94-5. Get more than you expect direct mattress direct in hastings now sells cribs bivona cribs and changing tables are stylish affordable and quality constructed they are even convertible to become a toddler or full-size bed to grow with your child for years to come and with prices starting at 199 dollars they won't break your bank now that's getting more than you expect mattress direct next to furniture direct in hastings and find even more savings online at furniture 
Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. The Breeze 94.5. Doug Duda along with Trent Ockengay. Glad to have you along with us here at Kennesaw in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. The broadcast booth brought to you and powered by, on a nice night like this, natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. So our first score of the game, and it comes via the special team. So now Dankert to kick it off here for Kennesaw after he just ran that punt back 65 yards to take a 6-0 lead. Low line drive squib kick that bounces in the air, taken at the 25-yard line by the up man, and nowhere to go that time for T.J. Bailey. He'll go to about the 28, and that's where Pleasanton will take over. First down and 10. And I think you're going to see their offense open up more. Uh, Kennesaw with the first score, the big spark play. Now you can't be as conservative because you're down. Now when it's 0-0, you're, t- you're a little more conservative. You're trying to get going on some of these shorter routes. Now I think we're going to see Pleasanton run their offense. And if you joined us late, Pleasanton did get the ball to start the football game. But uh, the first two possessions, they had to give it up on fourth and two in Kennesaw territory. Trips to the right side this time. Keyshaw is going to hand it off to Dixon up the middle of the field. Breaks a tackle, drags another man to the 35 to the 36-yard line, and that's their best run so far in the football game. It's going to be a gain of about seven. We'll call it second down and three. Yeah, and that time they're, they they bring the trips out to the to this near side here, and they're just trying to use that as decep- deception to try to get the running game going. Well, take an extra linebacker out of the box too because they got to get him out here on coverage. And I thought maybe they were going to try that earlier. Same play here, and one linebacker in there as they will send Went in motion, fake the jet sweep. Keyshaw keeps it on the option, cuts back from right to left, and he is going to be tripped up right at the first down marker, about a half yard short. It's going to be third down and one after a gain of two. Boy, I know the option's kind of tricky to run, but I think he had the pitch man there, and there was nobody home. Uh, the Kennesaw defender, Dankert, I think on the outside, was kind of caught in the middle. I think he could. I think he could have sprung for that first down or even more. Again, the wind continues to move here at 15 to 20 mile an hour. 3:15 to go in the first half of play. Kennesaw six and Pleasanton nothing. Pleasanton has it third and one at their own 38-yard line. This time they'll send the trips to the Pleasanton side of the field. Keyshaw wants to throw it out here in the flat. A little bubble screen complete for a first down into Kennesaw territory to the 37, 38-yard line. Went hauls it in. Yeah, and now with man coverage. It, they just run that bubble screen. Now you pump fake that, and you send somebody deep and see what you can do. And now Pleasanton, we're seeing a lot more tempo. We're seeing some different things now that the game has opened up with the score. Well, and you can get tempo when you're creating good plays and positive plays here. Trips to the right side this time. Keyshaw to Went on the right side. Here comes pressure. He's going to have to make Dankert miss, and he can't. He's going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage, about five yards behind the line of scrimmage in Pleasanton territory. We saw this work all night long last week against Brady. They ran that play to Went 20 times probably last week, but here it doesn't work. So second down, they're going to officially call it 14 at their own 38-yard line. And that only works if your blocking can hold up on the on the perimeter of those stock blocks. They've got to hold up 
and that time there was nothing doing. So uh, the pump, uh, the the pump fake and go is there. They ran a chair route earlier, but the receiver was maybe on the on not the same page as the quarterback and. Went in motion, jet sweep action. They do give it to him this time to the wide side of the field. He's able to get back to the original line of scrimmage and get those five yards. It'll be third down and 10 yards to go. And that's the first time they actually gave it to him in the motion. So now when they fake the motion, they've got Kennesaw's got to be honest when going with it, and now they, they can use that for misdirection. Or you got five yards with Went there, you can keep going to him. So let's see what the call is here from Coach Westland as he brings the trips to the right side. Ball on the far hash. Went in motion again. Fake the jet sweep. They almost hit him on the snap. Over the middle of the field. Westland's open. Westland's got it. He's got the first down at the 28. He'll get to the 25 and down to the 24-yard line. Again, a 13. And there you go. Even though Goldenstein is a good defensive back, Westland just puts his big paws up there, and that 6-4 frame brings him in. Yeah, he just got position and just kind of boxed him out and just went up and, and got the football. 13 yards now. Pleasanton starting to get some of those chunk plays. If you connect on some of these passes, now you can't just send pressure um, whenever you can. you got to drop back and honor the pass. So another first down here for the Bulldogs with the 24-yard line of Kennesaw. Hard count, little movement, and I think Kennesaw came across the line. We're going to get an offside. What is that, three false starts and two offsides on Kennesaw? Yeah, uh, fourth penalty of the night for Kennesaw. It was, a, it was a delayed call. Sometimes you forget you're not watching college or NFL where you can cross as long as it's not snapped and you can get back. In high school, if you cross the, if you cross the neutral zone, it's a penalty. And we do have a timeout on the field. There's down to 109 to go here, so Pleasanton's going to call the timeout. They'll have one remaining. Their score is Kennesaw 6 and Pleasanton nothing here on the Breeze 94.5. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. The Breeze 94.5. Glad to have you along with us here on The Breeze 94.5. Coming up at the half, as we said, we'll bring you the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll update some of the scores, but how about this is a shocker. Burwell 42, Elm Creek 13. Not only are they going to avenge their loss, they're going to avenge it in a big way. And so Burwell will host Cambridge next week. And Burwell, who's been to three of the last four state finals in D1, my, oh, my, look at him go again here tonight. Well, let's get back to the action here at Kennesaw. 6 nothing Kennesaw, first and five, Pleasanton at the Kennesaw 19. Halfback pass, went, going to throw down the field, well underthrown. Coming back for it is Bailey, and he can't get it. Right at about the three-yard line. And it's going to be second down and five. That's a pretty good place on the field to do it. You had a first and five, had an opportunity to try something different. You've been running some jet sweep. And Kennesaw did bite on it, but with the ball thrown underthrown, they were able to get both their defensive backs back there in time. Well, here's the thing. You never see that play run to the left side because nobody's ever left-handed. They had no <laughs> they had no way of knowing that Went was left-handed. So um, 
yeah, if the ball's just thrown five yards further, I think it's it's probably caught for a touchdown. Danker was close, but I don't think he was going to be able to close. That play took nine seconds off the clock, stopping it with one minute to go here in the first half. Six to nothing. Second and five of the 19. Twins to the short side of the field. Eccles in as a blocking back. They'll throw underneath here, complete to Dixon. He gets it at the 15, goes up the field. Denker tries to rip the ball away and tackles him at the 12-yard line. Maybe the 13. I wonder if they're going to get offensive pass interference here. The Canner ran a pig play across the, the field. We'll see. If the flag's where they tackle him, that's usually where you're looking at a face mask. And the the ball be. is at the 14. That would be enough for the first down. In fact, the ball is closer to about the 11. The flag's at the 14. Long discussion here. They, they could be deciding whether it was incidental face mask or maybe it's a block in the back. That is a hold yeah, I think they. I think the end came through and and kind of blocked that uh, that linebacker and that, just a little pick play and that, that opened up the receiver on the crossing route. So they're going to knock him back a few yards here. So we're going to end up with the ball spotted at the 24-yard line, back and forth, back and forth, and basically it's second down and ten. So second and 10 for Pleasanton at the 25-yard line of Kennesaw. Kennesaw looks like they want to bring pressure again. Blitz up the middle. Keyshaw fires. He's got Westland. It's off of his fingertips. Just overthrew him a little bit. And again, Olsen just keeps on coming, and he has really given a headache here to Jackson Keyshaw. Keyshaw actually stood in there to get rid of that football. Sean Duffy has also been blitzing from time to time. Yeah, Drake Olson really coming into his own. He's just a sophomore, uh, and you can just see he just looks like a pass rusher uh, coming off the end there. They they had Westland out there, just overthrew him by a touch. Third down and 10 for Pleasanton at the Kennesaw 25-yard line, 41 seconds to go in the half, 6-0 Kennesaw. Keyshaw takes the snap. Back pedals, back pedals, throws it for all he's worth. Westland's behind everybody, but he can't get there. He overshot him again. Tice knew that it was over his head, so he really tried to pick up his speed, and then he stumbled. So now it's fourth down, and Pleasanton burns a timeout here. It'll be their final timeout, uh, and if they do convert and don't get a touchdown, that's going to hurt that they burn the timeout here. They don't even waste a second. They just burn it right away. Yeah, and, and you know, on that pass play, you talked about in the interviews uh, in the pregame where some of those balls were thrown just so perfect, just outside the reach of the defenders. Well, now we've got a 20-mile-an-hour crosswind kind of messing with things, and some of these balls are just a yard or two out of reach. Yeah, it's a lot different than what we saw in week two of the season between these teams when Pleasanton won it 54-42. to Again, that's still the only loss that Kennesaw has. The winner of this football game will play either Mullen or Twin Loop, who both pulled off upsets in the opening round. And at last check, it was still 8-6 to Twin Loop leading Mullen in the second quarter. That game going on up in Sargent. We will keep you up to date as the evening goes along to find out where things are going. And one thing about it, if Twin Loop wins, they will be on the road no matter what. And if Mullen wins, then it depends on how this game goes. Kennesaw would go to Mullen. Mullen would have to go to Pleasanton would be the way that that works out. So, uh, you know, we're looking at that previous score. 54 points given up to Pleasanton that first week. They didn't give up over six to any 
to any other team in varsity action. So here we go. Spread it out. Empty backfield for Keyshaw. Fourth and ten at the 25. Here comes the pressure. Keyshaw just throws it up for the corner, and Dixon has no idea where it's at, and it's incomplete. And they hit Keyshaw. And again, that's Olsen coming in there that laid the hammer, and now Kennesaw will have it first and 10 at their own 25. Boy, they, they maybe had Dixon out of the backfield if he knew where the ball was. It was a well-thrown ball right at the back pylon. It's just tough to see. You look up, there's lights, it's dark, can't see the football. And now Kennesaw gets it with 30 seconds, probably not going to take a whole lot of chances up 6 nothing. Plus, they're going to get the ball to start the second half. Danker's going to come up under center out of the eye formation here. Maybe just hand it off to Kennedy on first down and 10. Nope, quarterback follow, and he's hitting the backfield immediately. Danker looks like, how could anybody get to me that quick? But it's Dixon again, and Kessler's having a heck of a night on defense. Yeah, he is, just flew through there, and he's a sure tackler. Danker's not used to uh, getting tackled that cleanly, and now you got under 10 seconds left. You're going to probably let this clock run out. Yeah, Coach Schnitzler's over here. Well, he runs Denkert out. If he's not going to use a timeout, he should be walking towards the locker room. And that is going to be the last few seconds here. And now they do call a timeout. With one second, the time actually came off the clock, but they are saying put one second back on the clock here. So Kennesaw will call the timeout for one final play. We'll be back in 30 seconds on the breeze. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze 94.5. Well, they decided to call a timeout with one second remaining here in the football game's first half. Six to nothing. The only score a 65 yard punt return by Denkert at 424. Pleasanton's going to play a little prevent here, but I sure don't expect anything but quarterback follow again here from Denkert. They hope maybe he can get a good block and go, and that's exactly what it is. He'll run around the left sideline, get what he can, cross the 35, and he'll be brought down after first down yardage to the 37, and the tackle is made there by Westland. And we have reached halftime here in Kennesaw in the second round of the state high school football playoffs. Kennesaw 6 and Pleasanton nothing here on the breeze. And something else you look at here, Trent, is that for as great as Kennesaw is, and I know that they hate when we bring this up and talk about it, Kennesaw's success in the playoffs has not matched their success in the regular season for a long, long time. In fact, to get into the third round would be something. Uh, they have, they're very good about getting out of the first round, but those second-round games have given them problems over the years. Yeah, they got to the quarterfinals last year, and they ran in low to Lawrence Nelson, and they thumped Lawrence Nelson in the regular yep. season, came back. and uh, Magical run by the Raiders last you year. You know, you, you hate to say it, but they kind of laid an egg. Um, so, yeah, a lot of first and second round exits. 2011, they did make the semifinals, but that's eight years ago, and how many years has Kennesaw won uh, seven, eight, nine ball games? 2011, the last time that Pleasanton won a playoff game until last week. So you got a lot on the line when you think about these two teams. Uh, maybe a little bit more for Kennesaw, but you think about these teams have made some runs. Pleasanton about a decade ago made it all the way to the state semifinals before uh, falling. Yeah, um, Kennesaw's had some success in uh, basketball. 
state runner-ups, I believe, two years ago. So uh, they're trying to do it on the football side of things as well. So uh, that brings us, as we said, to halftime. Everybody that is in the stands is really uh, doing a great job of uh, supporting their team. Everybody else trying to run into their vehicles and uh, warm up a little bit here at uh, halftime. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. We'll look at the first half scores. Trent will give you the first half stats, which won't be as staggering as uh, most of the uh, games that these two teams have played this year. Plus, we'll also talk about the state volleyball tournament. Uh, we've got plenty of it tomorrow, a ton of 130 games, and uh, we'll talk about all of that, including the Pleasanton volleyball team, the number one seed in D1. So we'll take a break and be back with more on the Breeze 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com 6-0 Kennesaw at the half. Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from The River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. The Breeze 94.5. Time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Doug Duda along with Trent Ockengay here at Kennesaw. It is six to nothing, Blue Devils. And not surprising the way the game started, that the only score of the game would be on a punt return. Both teams trouble moving the football, and uh, you're waiting for a turnover, a mistake. And it wasn't a mistake. Actually, it was a great punt by Jackson Keyshaw. He booted it over the head of Dankert, and it rolled about 15 yards, and Tyson decided finally he was going to pick it up at the 15-yard line. And then it was just like a backyard free-for-all. He was able to work his way through the maze of red and white and head down the Kennesaw sidelines. And I thought maybe once he was at midfield that the Blue Devils didn't have what it took to get to the end zone. I thought uh, Pleasanton had an angle on him, but boy, Tyson just showed his speed again and he took it in. The conversion was no good. And uh, that's where we're at here, uh, six to nothing. We'll talk about uh, what we saw here in the first half and some things that got cleaned up. But I want to take a look at the scoreboard first. And let's go here in D2, where uh, we're going to have some upsets today, folks. We have some upsets that are going on. The number one seed, Garden County, out of Oshkosh, is going to be beaten tonight, it appears. Overton 36 and Garden County 12 in the fourth quarter. Elwood is also going down to Central Valley. Central Valley uh, 50 and Elwood 24 in the fourth quarter. And then the other side of this, it is Twin Loop 22, 
Mullen 14, and that is at halftime. Again, the story there is that no matter what, Twin Loop would be on the road. So uh, whoever wins this game, uh, Twin Loop, which is Sergeant Loop County, would be on the road. But if uh, Mullen would win and Pleasanton would win, then it's at Pleasanton. If Mullen would win and Kennesaw would win, then it's out to Mullen. And we kind of thought that was the same situation last year around deeper, but then Lawrence Nelson knocked off Kennesaw, and they ended up playing Mullen, who went on to the uh, state finals last year. In the D2 East, three of the games are in the books. Earlier today, Humphrey St. Francis beat Lawrence Nelson by a score of 60-14. to They will play Plainview, who beats Johnson Brock in the 4-5 matchup, 36-28. to So St. Francis will have to go on the road. Fall City Sacred Heart blasts Clarkson Lee. 56-6, to six, and in the second quarter, Bloomfield is shutting out Hardington-Newcastle, 28 to nothing. In D1, it's a final on ESPN 1460 and 1550, Burwell 50, Elm Creek 13. They really exploded, Burwell did in the second half, and they are on to the state quarterfinals again. They will host Cambridge. Cambridge, the top seed in the West, beat Neely Oakdale 62-14. to in the third quarter at last check, Arcadia Loop City led Sutherland 56-14, to and that is on Power 99. And at halftime, Fullerton and Dundee County Stratton are tied at six apiece. Uh, the only loss that Arcadia Loop City has was on opening night by one score to Fullerton. It was looking like maybe they would match up again, but Dundee County Stratton, uh, trying to host that game in Benkelman next week. And finally, in the east bracket in D1, Final, Osceola High Plains rallies to beat defending champion Creighton 46-32. At the half, Cross County leads brooding Davenport Shickley 8-6. In the second quarter, Howells Dodge shutting out Lutheran High Northeast 22-0. And the same score for Tri-County upsetting third seed Elmwood Murdoch in the second quarter by a score of 22 to nothing. So definitely some upsets, at least according to the seeds, going on tonight. Yeah, uh, the one thing that stands out to me, Johnson Brock, the defending state champions, uh, you know, they've got Ty Hahn. He's getting some D1 looks, just not enough this year. They lost a lot of those teams. Uh, uh, you see them at state basketball, state football, and it's always tough when you're the defending state champ. You come back, um, you have a big target on your back, and yeah, Johnson Brock, Plainview, they, they've got a lot of tradition as well. There's a few state championships up there. So both of the eight-man champions from last year, Johnson Brock and Creighton, uh, going home, and we will see how things uh, play out uh, from, from that standpoint. Friday, we move into the next round of the state football playoffs, the quarterfinals for 11 and 6-man. Here on the breeze, 94.5, Sutton will be hosting Battle Creek at 7 o'clock. And on Power 99, St. Paul will be taking on Aquinas in what I think is one of the most intriguing matchups. Uh, St. Paul is ranked one or two, but anytime you play Aquinas, and I talked to Coach Ron Mimic today in preparation for that Friday game, it's just like walking onto a field and seeing Alabama right now or the Huskers back in the 90s or the Hurricanes when they were doing things or Oklahoma. You walk out there and it says Aquinas. This is a team that was in five consecutive state championship games earlier this decade, won four of them, and now they're bummed because the last three years they've lost their quarterfinal games. And here they are in the quarterfinal again against the St. Paul team that really has never been in this position. And what's tough is when you go against Aquinas, it's that double wing offense where there's guys going right, left, false pole, 
holes, play actions, quick traps, uh, really tough to defend. So uh, St. Paul, while they've got a lot of athletes, it's going to be a little bit of a different challenge today when you play somebody with that much tradition. And then Adams Central will be traveling to Aurora on ESPN 1550, and Hastings will be traveling to Waverly on 1230 AM KHAS. Friday, all of those games kick off at 7. You can go to PlatteRiverPreps.com for more information and to uh, listen along as well. Other games that are going on Friday, Grand Island will be in Omaha to take on Millard South. That is a 4 o'clock game. Grand Island Northwest will be hosting Omaha Ron Colley in Class B. Ord will be hosting Pierce. And in C2, we told you about the two games we're covering. In six-man, you'll have Eustace Farnham at McCool Junction at 4. Harvard will be hosting Sioux County at 3 o'clock coming up in six-man action. And, of course, a couple of weeks, that'll be the championship game in Kearney. We do remind you that all of the state football championship games in Lincoln, as always, on ESPN 1460 and 1550, our family of uh, broadcasters will be there to bring you Three games on Monday, three games on Tuesday, and hopefully we've got some area teams that will be there with us, and that's going on down in Lincoln. We'll take a look at state volleyball, and Trent will have the first half stats for us. Kennesaw 6, pleasant to nothing here on The Breeze and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Well, the State High School Volleyball Tournament gets underway tomorrow in Lincoln, and there are a ton of Central Nebraska teams that are going to be playing, including the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs, and they've got some interesting uh, draw here, I guess you would say, no matter who they face, if they can get out of the first round against a Central Valley team that they beat in the district final last year, and if they can beat that team again, then they'll take on either Overton or Archbishop Bergen, and here is the schedule in D1. Of course, Overton, they've beaten twice this year. Bergen beat them in the semifinals last year, then went on and won the state championship. So tomorrow, here is your breakdown of our radio games. 
In Class B, Hastings High looking for their first ever win at state, but they're taking on Omaha Scut, who's ranked number one in B, ranked number two all class. And Papillion La Vista is one of the best teams in A ever, and they're number one. That's how good Scut is. They are number two, and you'll be able to hear that on 1230 AM KHAS. Also tomorrow at 1.30 here on the Breeze, top seed in C2, Hastings St. Cecilia will take on Arcadia Loop City. That's at Lincoln Southwest High School. On ESPN, 1460-1550, Gil and Lawrence Nelson, who have had quite a few battles. That's at 1.30 at Lincoln Northeast. And then on Power 99 tomorrow, Pleasanton and Central Valley at 1.30, Overton and Bergen at 3.30. Those matches are held at Lincoln Southeast. The semifinals Friday, all of them are at Pinnacle Bank Arena. The finals Saturday are all at the Devaney Sports Center. Of course, uh, Nebraska volleyball getting ready to play tonight against Northwestern, but that's not until uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, there's also some Husker wrestling with UNK, Shadron, and Hastings College. The Nebraska duels are Thursday at the Devaney Center. Husker men's basketball will play Saturday at 1 o'clock, so if you're down there for the weekend, there's all kinds of things to go watch. Husker men, of course, last night. Husker women today picked up the win over uh, Alabama A&M. Some other teams that are down at the state volleyball tournament in Class B. Granada Northwest plays Waverly tomorrow at 5.30. St. Paul, number one in C1. We'll see their football team Friday. Their volleyball team plays Battle Creek tomorrow at 1.30. Broken Bow and Wayne will play at 1.30. Grand Island Central Catholic will play Summerland tomorrow night at 7.30. That's the Clearwater Orchard Ewing uh, volleyball uh, conglomerate up there. And also tomorrow in D2, Bertrand plays Bruning Davenport Shickley at 7.30. Again, your score, 6 to nothing here at the half. And Trent, uh, you've got the first half stats here. There's not a whole lot to really talk about because of our 6 nothing game. But what do you have for us? Yeah, both teams under 100 yards. Uh, Jackson Kieschel, uh Three for 15, 44 yards. Uh, and uh, Trevin Went also attempted a pass, uh, so over one for him. Uh, Tyce Westland, just one carry, one yard. Trevin Went, one carry, two yards. Kessler Dixon, nine carries for 26 yards. And Jackson Keyshaw, five carries for a loss of four yards. Uh, Tyce Westland had one catch, 13 yards. Trevin Went, one catch for five yards. Kessler Dixon had that big 30-yard catch on the wheel route. So Pleasanton just 73 yards on 32 plays, averaging 1.5 yards per rush. Fairly clean game from them. Two Tyson Dankert, 0 for 4 passing, no yards. Uh, he did run the ball 15 times for 47 yards. And uh, Trey Kennedy, three carries, nine yards. And uh, that's it. That's everything. 56 yards on 22 plays, averaging three yards a carry. Um, four penalties, 20 yards in that first half. Well, those are a look at your first half stats. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. We'll come back and talk a little bit about what we expect here in the third and fourth quarters when we return here on The Breeze. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. 
See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. The Breeze 94.5. Well, we're about 90 seconds away from booting it away here where Kennesaw will get it in the third quarter. At least that is their option to get it. The way things played out in that first quarter, I'm not so sure that you don't want to put your defense out there and get the ball at about midfield. But, um, Trent, one thing I'm looking at here, although it's not significant, and I'm not even counting the 30-yard pass play, it does seem that Pleasanton has shown a little bit more ability to move the football in these conditions today than what uh, Kennesaw has. Uh, if it's not Dankert running the ball, they have nothing. Yeah, they, Pleasanton has... Um, Although that's a pretty good option to have Dankert run the he, football. It is, but you've you got to have more than one uh, if you're going to win a playoff football game. And, and right now, Tyce Westland, they need to use him a little bit more in the second half. He's six foot four, 200 pounds. He's an athlete. Let him go get the football. Um, but yeah, they've been moving the ball. Kessler Dixon, nine carries, 26 yards. So Kennesaw's doing good, um, shutting down the run game. They're getting to the passer. If Jackson Keyshaw can just hit on some of these short out routes, crossing routes, swing routes, that's really gonna that's gonna be key. And like we said, when you are a high seeded good eight man football team, you're not winning fourteen to thirteen and eight to six. That's just not what's happening. Kennesaw beat Overton on opening night eighteen to sixteen and Pleasanton had that fourteen thirteen loss to Elwood when they were extremely banged up midway through the season. And those are a couple of low scoring games, but sometimes that patient wears out. It's not an 11-man game where you can get 7-6 to six and 14-12. to 12. Sometimes that patience will wear out. Players, coaches will make a call, and we'll see what happens here when, uh, when that happens. I think Pleasanton needs to get on the board, though, because the longer the game goes, kind of the more you start to tense up when you haven't been moving the football. If Kennesaw can find a way to take a two-score lead here, that's that's more than a two-score lead. I know that that's kind of that hyperbole you go back and talk about, but that would really change the the way this game looks and maybe is even played. Yeah, they can't, Kennesaw can't come out, go three and out, punt the ball 20 yards, and give Pleasanton the ball at the 40-yard line. Um, the, you know, that's really going to turn the tide. So if, if uh, Danker gets a good return here and gives them good, good field position, you have to feel good about yourself if you're a Kennesaw Blue Devil. If you come out... Um, Pleasanton on defense, and and you do get the ball back fairly quickly. You're you're going to have a little bit of momentum going into the second half. You know what the good Neil? You know what the good news is? It now feels like 18 degrees. It's warmed up. It's warmed up one degree. That's because of the wind maybe going down just a touch. But Pleasanton ready to boot it away, going from east to west here in Kennesaw. And the kick is away. Good line drive kick away from Dankert, and it's going to go into the end zone. So first and 10 at the 15-yard line for Kennesaw. All right, Kennesaw. Tyson Dankert, he's ran the ball 15 times, and he ran the ball 15 times that first half. So you're going to see more of that. They'll try to get Goldenstein going. He doesn't have a catch yet. You know, Dankert doesn't have a completion yet. So um, if they're going to move the ball, I think they're going to have to throw it just one or two times, and they're going to have to hit on him. I think the key here, too, there's so many keys, but just 
trying to grind out a first down. You know you want to stay on the ground here. Denker's going to line him up the eye formation. He'll take the snap, hand it to Kennedy off the right side. He's got a little room, gets into the secondary, and he's got the first down to the 20, well, just short, the 24-yard line. That's by far the best offensive play that Dankert hasn't been a part of. And they're going to have to do that if they're going to move the ball. Kennedy, he had nine yards in the first half, ran for nine on that play there. Sometimes when you come out on defense, it's harder to get warmed up as if you're, you know, instead of being on offense. And it's simple. It's a simple blocking scheme, moving one guy, doing something different. Second and one, they'll hand it to Kennedy off the left side, and this is more of what we saw in the first half, although the pile is being pushed. He had two yards initially. They'll push him forward for two more out to the 28, maybe the 29-yard line. Westland's in there on the tackle. And off the bottom of the pile there trying to make the block is his fullback, Corey Fraze. Man, that makes you feel good, too. And um, you come out first two plays, you just smash them in the mouth for 13 yards on two plays. And now uh, that really just gives Kennesaw a lot of momentum. So first down and 10, we'll call it the 28-yard line. Stay out of the tie-dye formation here. And Kennedy again, right side, and he'll get to the 30, and then they stack him up. So countering back with a little defensive adjustment, Dixon on the bottom of the pile, about three of those Bulldogs to make the tackle. And now the, what that's going to do, that's going to open up your, your offense. Now maybe Dinkert keeps it for the play action, or he, he runs out on a naked bootleg. Um, and sometimes, you know, at halftime, you huddle up, you get lined up, you have your JVs. Hey, where's this guy? Where's this guy? You adjust. And Kennesaw moving the ball pretty well so far. Wind ripping around a little bit different direction than we have seen earlier. Low snap at this time. Denkert takes it. Quarterback keep to the right, then comes back over his guard, dives forward to the 35. We talked about that. That was an extreme problem at the beginning of the ball game. In fact, I think it was four out of the first seven or five out of the first seven snaps, including a punt that there was not a clean exchange between center and quarterback slash punter, and it didn't matter if they were in the pistol or under center. And th- But then it kind of went away, so maybe it's a case of just trying to get warmed up. Third down and four, Kennesaw, opening drive of the third quarter. They lead it 6 to nothing at their own 35-yard line, this time out of the pistol. It's going to be quarterback follow, but it looks like we have an illegal procedure penalty on Kennesaw. Yeah, the running back just jumped. Just, he just flinched a little bit, and... Uh, I didn't know if they were going to call it. They end up calling it, and you shoot yourselves and you shoot yourself in the foot, and we we'll go from third and four. Now you're looking at third and nine, and might change the way you uh, uh, call plays here. Well, they have about three different formations. Kennesaw has run here tonight: either straight pistol uh, with two wides, or they will leave the I formation, or this one that they lined up in, where out of the pistol, and then you've got uh, Kennedy and Fraze flanking your quarterback, uh, basically hip to hip to hip. And this time they're going to uh, put him off to the unbalanced to the right side. This was the first play of the game they ran. And quarterback Keep Dakert is in trouble in the backfield, changes direction. He made something out of nothing. Dixon about had him for a three-yard loss. Instead, he's going to pick up about four. And it's going to be fourth down and five up to the 33-yard line. Yeah, and I think you're going to punt the football away. But, you know, on that play, Kessler Dixon's been so good at squaring up and just wrapping Dinkert up. And that time he got away and it will squirt away for another, you know, four yards. So now punt this football away, play the field position game. Kennesaw. Boy, Went came on. Now he's off. They're going to have some trouble here. Boy, they don't have the right personnel. And here's the snap. It's low. It's bobbled, and the ball might have been tipped. It's going to be a low punt that goes right into the Pleasanton sideline. I don't know how Pleasanton didn't get flagged for the guys. They were running on and off the field after Kennesaw was set. 
That ball at the 33-yard line is only a punt, Trent, of 14 yards. Yeah, and you hate that because um, it was fourth and four, fourth and five, and heck, maybe you could have went for it and, and got the first down because the, the 14 yards doesn't really do you any good, uh, especially an eight-man where you can score in the blink of an eye. Well, that has not been the case tonight, though. We have just the one punt return. As they will line up in the eye formation again, this is how Pleasanton started. Dixon gives it off to, or excuse me, Keyshaw gives it off to Dixon, and he is going to drag guys with him for a gain of five up to the 39-yard line. Yeah, a good strong run, just simple ISO, and uh, he was dragging. He was dragging Kennesaw Blue Devils with him, um, and they, they kind of faked like they maybe, you know, he showed that he was going to maybe pass from the backfield there, so you've got to be honest um, as a Kennesaw defender. Well, Trent, one thing that maybe we're taking for granted after watching some of the college stuff we saw last week, both these teams are tackling extremely well. It's not just uh, the the lack of uh, big-time plays. They're tackling well. Counterplay, Dixon again, left side. He'll get into Kennesaw territory, but he only needed to go two yards to do that, and they'll stack him up and shove him backwards. It's going to be third down and a long one, a short two, into Kennesaw territory at the 38-yard line. Yeah, just a couple yards there on the misdirection, but uh, what it does, it puts you in that third and short, definite four-down territory here unless you come out and you you do get a penalty or back up, but um, now you just keep it simple, QB sneak, quick dive, anything like that. 6 nothing Kennesaw, 7.5 to go third quarter, back to the I formation, Keyshaw under center, hard count, they don't jump, so now he goes on two, quarterback sneak, first down. As he'll get the ball to the 35-yard line, they duped Kennesaw on that in the first half. They got the offside, then they came right up and quick-snapped it and had a four-yard quarterback gain. And I'll be interested if this game progresses and, say, Pleasanton moves it down and scores. They do have a kicker in Grady Chandler, but that's kind of a 50-50. Uh, and, and sometimes it's not even by the book how they decide to go for one or two. Yeah, it, it can be tricky, just kind of – have to go on a gut feeling, I guess. First and 10 under the center again. Dixon off the left side. This time, nowhere to go. He's hit. He's wrapped up. He's thrown backwards. Great job in there, but the big boy Eli is Jensen. Eli Jensen. Yeah. He just flew through there off of his block and blew up the ISO, and there was nowhere for him to go. And now you're behind the stick, second down and 10. The good news is Pleasanton. They've shown all year they can throw the football. Hasn't been the case tonight. You know, they're completing almost 65% of their passes. And well, one of the interesting things there is we've talked so much about the linebackers making the tackles there. That's really the first one-on-one lineman tackle we've talked about all night. Second down and 10. This time they'll put Keyshaw in the shotgun. He wants to throw a wide receiver screen, and it's batted down. Again, the pressure comes right up through the middle of the field, and they hit his arm as he went to throw it. And it almost was behind the line of scrimmage. And again, one of the guys is Jensen that came through there all night long. You've had Duffy and Olsen come through. That was dangerously close to be in a turnover, and now it'll be third down and 10, Pleasanton at the Kennesaw 36. They're doing such a good job of getting their hands up to getting in the passing lanes. Brady Klein among those to the left side. They drop the snap. Keyshaw's going to have to eat it. That's the first time we've seen him do that. That was going to be a naked bootleg. Everybody was going to the left. He was going to pivot, wheel to the right, and see what he could get, but he dropped the football. A loss to two. It's fourth down and 12. Boy, bad snaps. Uh Putting the ball on the turf, that just throws off your entire rhythm on offense. So now, while they do have good field position, they can flip the field. you got to punt it to Tyson Dankert. 
Let's see if they can hit the corner here. That's exactly what Keyshaw's trying to do, but will it go to the end zone? Yes, it will. So it's a 37-yard punt, but a net of 22 yards as they'll move it out to the 15-yard line. First and 10, Kennesaw. The clock down to 5.50 to go here in the third quarter with the score, Kennesaw 6 and a pleasant to nothing. Again, a big thank you to our many sponsors like Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more. See if they go to that, just that simple ISO to Kennedy again, or if maybe they do take, you know, you're up 6 nothing. We're already halfway through the third quarter. This quarter is flying by as much as both teams are running the ball tonight. So they'll go out of the pistol with both backs in the backfield and Denkert on quarterback pull. It's a little bit of a seam across the 20, out to the 22, the 23. Starting to see a little bit more daylight now on Kennesaw's offense. They're opening some holes, and it's going to be a gain of seven, second down and three, Klein on the tackle. Well, they've played so well defensively uh, with those big guys like, uh, you know, Eli Jensen and uh, Drake Olson. Well, they're playing offense, too, and they're delivering those same blocks, so they're, they're, they're starting to get a little bit of push up front on that offensive line. It's a final in Arcadia. Arcadia Loop City 72-14 to over Sutherland. Direct snap again into the hands of Denkert, and he comes straight forward for the first down across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Did a good job of just showing some patience, and he knew where the first down six were. He got exactly where he needed to go, and now Kennesaw puts together back-to-back good runs of five and six. That's carry number 19 for Denkert, so there's no pitch count tonight in the playoffs. In D2 in the West Bracket, it's a final. Overton has upset number one Garden County 36-12. Central Valley has beaten Elwood 50-24. First down and 10. Quarterback drops it. Denker trying to scoop it up. Now rolls right. He wants to throw. He's in trouble. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage for about a seven-yard loss. Kessler Dixon has been outstanding tonight on the defensive side of the football. He's been back there again. and It'll be second down and long. Doug, I think... I think when he went to fake on the play action, I think he hit his running back yep. on the hip, and the, and the ball came out. Um, you, you've got to you've got to be cleaner with your with your with your footwork and your and your handwork there, and just well, the one thing about that too, uh, Trent, I think out of that formation, he has not handed it off once. So he went play fake for one time, and that's probably why they don't. Yeah, do that. there's a lot of pressure <laughs> there up front, so. Second down, 14 ball back at the 23-yard line. Kennesaw's up 6-0 in the state second-round playoff game on a punt return. Dankert, quarterback follow, hitting the backfield again, stood up, and he tries to get back to the line of scrimmage. And again, it's Dixon. He didn't end up making the tackle, but Keyshaw came in, uh, Went came in. He's the one that messed up the play, though, and they're going to have to account for him. Yeah, Pleasanton just flowing downhill. Hey, Tyson Dankert's going to carry the football. We're not necessarily worried if Trey Kennedy gets three yards or we're not worried if, if somebody else gashes us for two or three. We're worried about Tyson Danker. They, they're doing a great job. They're staying in their lanes. They're squaring up, and they're tackling really well. And now this Coach Schnitzler just decides to keep the ball on the ground. Nebraska Volleyball is powered by Americans. As they take the snap back to pass, looking, looking. Danker under some pressure. He's going to try and scramble out of here with it. He thought he was going to get sacked, so he wraps up, and he'll go down back at the 20-yard line, and it's going to be fourth down and long here for Kennesaw. Man, if he had the benefit of our view up here, he could have just spun out of that thing and and been all right. But, you know, after back-to-back runs of five and six yards, Kennesaw goes backwards three straight plays, and now uh, we've seen some low snaps. you got to punt the football away. Yeah, and Wentz not exactly very far back here. He stands at his own 31. 
As the snap is away, low line drive, one bounce, and it goes by him. You can't let that happen, but it doesn't roll too far. It dies at the 20, but you kind of were looking at having the ball at the 35, and now you have it at the 20-yard line. It's a 38-yard punt and no return. And with all these punts, you're looking for the better of the deal here, and Kennesaw got a little bit of a break there. Yeah, well, what what has Jimmy Langan been saying? You know, Bill Pelichek teaches his guys don't catch the punts when it's windy and, and uh, when they're low, but... That, that could have been a tough one to field, but, uh, yeah, Kennesaw, they're, they're, they're playing with fire on some of these low punts. Well, first down and 10 now. It's Pleasanton's turn. They have to start at their own 20, 241 to go third quarter. They're down 6 nothing. back to the I formation. Keyshaw pitch play. Dixon trying to get to the outside all the way to the sideline, and he'll be shoved out of bounds after a minimal gain of about a yard to the 21. It'll be second down and nine, and, Pleasanton's tried to run the ball. They've had a mini, miniature amount of sec, uh, success here in this football game. Yeah, and that's just a toss sweep. It looks like he runs a long ways, but it's all it's all side to side. You've got to turn up at some point and get going north and south. They have not tried to run wide very often in this football game. And again, now here we go. They're taking a long time in the huddle. Second down and nine about their own 21-yard line. They have not taken a snap in the red zone yet tonight. They're a long way from that right now. Back to pass, Keyshaw over the middle. This time it's wide open, Westland. 30-35, he's only got one man to beat. Goldenstein, he runs him over at the 30, down the right sideline, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Pleasanton. A 59-yard touchdown to Tice Westland, and he was just able to overpower Goldenstein at about the Kennesaw 30, and we are tied at 6. Crossing routes, Westland just... It was broken coverage, and that time uh, there was just nobody home. Goldenstein had the chance. He's been a sure tackler, but too much size and speed for Tice Westland, and he makes a big-time play. And now do they kick it, or do they go for two? They have brought out the tee, and it'll be Grady Chandler, the senior, to try and give Pleasanton the lead. Snap, good. Placement down. The kick is away, and the kick is good. And Pleasanton has taken the lead here at Kennesaw, converting on the extra point. So with two minutes and 22 seconds to go in the third quarter, Pleasanton 7, Kennesaw 6 on the breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. The Breeze 94.5. State football playoff action on The Breeze 94.5. Brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Now Pleasanton to boot it away, and this one is going to sail. Danker tries to catch it before it goes into the end zone for a return, but he can't. 
And now for the first time tonight, Kennesaw is behind in this football game. We've had two big plays, a 65-yard punt return by Tyson Dankert, and then the 59-yard pass from Keyshaw to Westland on a little shallow crossing route. And they only sent out one guy that time. They'd been sending out two or three guys, and that way the defense was always having somebody doubled, it seemed like. Really, Goldenstein was the only one in pass coverage that time. It was true one-on-one. Yeah, you want to put your playmakers on in one-on-one situations. That's what they did, and it really paid off for them. So now it's up to Dankert. He'll take the snap, run off the right side, get across the 20, still on his feet, shakes a tackle to 25, and finally he's thrown forward by Brady Klein, but not after a big first down run of 14 yards out to the 29-yard line. And that's the kind of response you like to see after you just gave up the lead. Yeah, a little more fire there from Dankert on the run. They got a good push up front. It's just a simple quarterback keeper, but with... You're trying to tie, tackle Tyson Dinker. He's a great athlete. He's tough to bring down, and now they, they bring him up to an, an up man. Now the juice is flowing a little bit more. Direct snap to him again. Starts right, goes left, nowhere to go. Three red and white jerseys. Klein, Dixon, Keyshaw uh, coming in. Excuse me. Uh, Connor Hand in there on the tackle, I believe it was. So no gain, second down and 10. Yeah, and that's... Uh, that's carry number 23 for Dankert. Six of them have gone for zero yards or less. Well, he is he is the offense right now. We have not seen them try to do much through the air. One attempt, I believe, here in the third quarter. Again, double wing out of the shotgun, trying to follow those blocks. A pulling wing, and he's got room down the left side. 40, 30. Kennesaw is trailing no longer. Tyson Dankert to the end zone. That's 51 yards. 51 yards in the blink of an eye. We just talked about the negative plays. Well, he hadn't sprung yet. They changed the blocking up a little bit. They let the end go. He ran right by him, and you give him space, he's going to make you pay. 51 yards on the run. And now this conversion is big. If you you go for two, you get it to 14-7. Well, you're, you're tied up if you give up the score probably. Well, I'll tell you what, the left wing just came flying down the field. He didn't block anybody till he was in the secondary, and Dankert basically untouched. Empty backfield, Tyson to run it, trying to stretch it to the left side, and he gets in there untouched for the two-point conversion. So a game that had one score for nearly three quarters. We have two scores in a minute, six, and with 1.16 to go here in the third quarter, Kennesaw 14, Pleasanton 7 on the breeze. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. The Breeze 94.5. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as 
Kennesaw didn't trail for very long, a minute and six seconds, and now they're ready to kick the football away again with the score 14-7. to And the boot is away, and this is a short one taken at the 20-yard line by the up man. Westland brings it up to the 25, and he'll be tackled there. First down and 10. So we saw a couple of different plays or formations, something we hadn't seen all night long, and they both led to touchdowns for each team. Yeah, the offense is starting to open up a little bit. Now um, Now that there's a few scores on the board, I think you're going to see – you're going to see uh, the offense just open up. You're going to run your offense. You're going to maybe go four wide once in a while. You don't have to run that eye formation now. The clock is ticking. We're already a minute left in this third quarter. Here on KLIQFM, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney. Eye formation here. Jackson Keyshaw takes the snap. Pitch player right side. Looks to pull everybody. We get a flag immediately as Trevin Went turns the corner. They use Went and Eckel on a lot of jet sweeps or fake jet sweeps, but there was a hold thrown here on the Bulldogs, and that'll back him up. Yeah, pretty easy to see here on this outside edge. You're trying to you're trying to turn your butt, and you're trying to give him a lane to run and seal that edge, and and that time uh, got him for holding. So and on a night where it's hard to move the football, these are major penalties. We haven't had many major penalties. One hold on each team. We've had some of the five yard variety, but. Haven't had much. Yeah, so now you're way behind the six here. First down and uh, 16, they go from the spot. So, um, you know, that crossing around that was there, if it's working, you know, maybe go to it again. Pick up four on the run and then lose the 10. As Trent said, first and 16, ball back at about the 18-yard line. Out of the eye, toss sweep. They want to throw half back again. No, yes, and down the field. Open is Klein. He'll slide. He'll catch it. First down at the 39-yard line. Brady Klein. They ran that in the first half and didn't connect, and Klein did a great job of coming back to it and hauling it in for a gain of 21 yards. Boy, I didn't know if he was going to step over that line of scrimmage there. Uh, It was looking like he was going to run, and the old lefty just fires a strike there. He did a um, Westland did a good job of just sliding under that thing and making sure he made the catch first instead of trying to do more with it. Well, and Went uh, just had to secure the ball. You could tell he was trying to get it locked into that left hand. Trips to the right side, and Dixon up the middle of the field. He's going to get one. He's going to get two and get into Kennesaw territory at the 39-yard line. Second down and eight. They've really shut Dixon down. 14 carries for 37 yards, just, you know, two and a half yards a carry. Uh, You know, these guys are probably used to moving the ball and getting five, six yards whenever they want it, but you get in the second round of the playoffs, it's it's tough sledding. The way that wind is switching around, it's not like it's an advantage here for either team, and I think Pleasanton has decided that they're going to hustle up and try to get one more snap here in the final five seconds on second down and eight. They'll get the snap. Handed off Dixon. He's got a huge hole off the left side, 45 or 35-30, and he's got the first down to the 29-yard line, maybe the 28, a gain of 11 more. That's the biggest run of the night for Kessler-Dixon, and it'll also be the final play of the third quarter. So this is Nebraska playoff football the way it's supposed to be. It's Kennesaw 14, Pleasanton 7. We head to the fourth quarter after this on the breeze. 
This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, shoots, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. The Breeze 94.5. To start the fourth quarter, Keyshaw wants to throw. That one's out to Klein, complete at the 25, down the sideline, 20 to the 10, and he's going to be wrestled out of bounds. And that is going to be Dankert to get the tackle. And Trent, this is going to be our first play in the red zone for either team in this football game. Yeah, we've seen just big plays, and that time uh, just hit him out in a flat, and Kennesaw didn't look like they were ready for Brady Clayton to catch that football, and now uh, we'll see how they do in the red zone. They uh... You have to keep your eyes on Westland, but Klein with two big catches on this drive. They'll mark the ball at the seven, first down and goal out of the shotgun. They're going to hand it off. Dixon hole up the middle. He's going to stretch into the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. And you are just starting to see different formations, different blocking schemes, plays that we hadn't seen in the first half that they're starting to use here in the second half, and it's a one-point ball game. It's almost like uh, they came in, you know, both teams, they came in worried about the weather, worried about the elements, not making a mistake, and now that both teams have scored a couple touchdowns, they threw up threw all that out the window, and now we're just playing playoff football. Well, now it's up to Grady Chandler to try and make another extra point. The snap's a little off the mark, and it's blocked. Chandler didn't have a chance. Coming through and getting the block for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Couldn't quite tell if it was Drake Olson or who got the block, but that's a key block. Uh, Maybe Austin Peterson came through there and got it. But it was a snap that was high and away from the holder, and he just couldn't get it down in time. Yeah, it looked just like uh, Pleasanton running some of those early plays where they were just letting everybody through, and uh, uh, the gate was open, and and Kennesaw took advantage. That's a big play. Up 14-13 now, 11-47 in this fourth quarter. We'll take a timeout and kick it off in 30 seconds. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze, 94.5. Well, we talked about it at the very beginning that extra points, whether they're ones or twos, could decide a game like this. Each team's one for two on their conversions. It's just that it was the two-pointers that Kennesaw's going for. Is Chandler ready to boot it away? Low line drive kick. 
This one has to be fielded at the nine-yard line by Dankert. Now he's looking for some room, and there's nowhere to go. That was an excellent kick. He's going to get across the 10 to about the 12-yard line. Keyshaw's there. Westland's there. And now Kennesaw will take over. Again, a lot of football to go, but we're starting to see the offenses move the football a little bit, and Pleasanton's defense is going to have to come up with a stop. 14-13, Kennesaw. Yeah, and uh, Kennesaw, they're going to want to come out. They're going to want to melt as much clock as they can, but when you do that, you can't just, you can't, you can't curl up into a, to a ball and just kind of run a simple dive here and there. Just keep running your offense. Gain yards, try to milk clock. Tyson Denkert under center eye formation this time. Kennedy off the left side. He's going to get a couple out to about the 15-yard line. It'll be second down and eight. State football playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. As we keep you up to date on other games that are going on uh, from around the state, Overton beating Garden County and Central Valley beating Elwood. The East, it was Humphrey St. Francis over Lawrence Nelson. Plainview knocked off Johnson Brock, the defending champ. Fall City Sacred Heart over Clarkson Lee. Here it is, second down and eight. This time out of the shotgun. It's quarterback follow. Starts right, cuts back over center. Gets two or three out to about the 17-yard line. Running into the heart of that defense. Keyshaw's in there again. Dixon might get 20-some tackles in this football game tonight. He seems to be there every time. Yeah, he's got his eye on Dankert, and they run that shotgun uh, two-back look, and you wonder when misdirection or or maybe a pass is coming out of it. They haven't handed the ball off out of that formation. Probably not going to see it here with third and six. Probably not going to throw the football either. You don't want to turn it over. So third down and six, and we haven't had one. Amazingly enough, hard count, running left, quarterback follow again. Looking for some room is going to be Dankert. He got two, but that's it. And it's going to be fourth down, maybe three. Fourth down and about two yards to go here. Deep in their own territory, though. And Kennesaw is going to have to punt this football away. And you know Pleasanton down one, fourth quarter, second round of the playoffs. Some of these punts have been iffy. You're going to want to send pressure. You send Tyce Westland through their big 6-4, see if he can get a paw on it. Trevin Went going to back up, standing about his own 23. Dankert line drive kick, bounces once, bounces twice, went, gets away, and it's down before it even got to him at the 25-yard line. Goldenstein was down there as fast as the football was. Yeah, and just picked it up. You keep it out of keep it out of Wynn's hands. He's a playmaker and uh, has a great punt. You flip the field. You're at the uh, moving back to the 27-yard line, and now Pleasanton. You know they've been moving the ball the second half. They've got over 100 yards of offense, and you know they were stuck at about 78 going into halftime. We'll call that a 33-yard punt, no return, and Pleasanton now with the football. First down and 10. They just scored, but. Had the extra point blocks. They're down 14-13. Keyshaw under center. Gives it to Dixon. A little mix-up in the backfield. And Dixon can't stand up. He is going to be thrown backwards by Duffy. A loss of three on the play. Move him back to the 23-yard line. Yeah, and that time it's just a little miscommunication. You run a different play, and uh, your timing and your footwork's got to be down um, exactly, Pat, for that to work. And the other thing is, is Kennesaw, you know, Eli Jensen, Drake Olson, uh, Trey Kennedy, they've been in the backfield all night, and they're just throwing that off. Uh, th- there's not enough time to develop those long plays. Again, this was a 6 nothing game at the half. Kennesaw had a 65-yard punt return from Dankert. Second down and 13. Trips to the left, nobody to the right. 
And they'll hand it off straight up the middle. Dixon, he gets into the secondary. He's got more. He's got the first down. He's to the 35-30. He breaks another tackle. He's down the right sideline. That's a touchdown for Pleasanton's Kessler Dixon. Wow, 55 yards. And he just, that, they, they ran the trips to the near side, and they ran them to the opposite side, the weak side. And he broke a tackle, and he did most of that by himself. Got a key block on the outside, but... Man, the and, points are just flying on the scoreboard now after after the first half struggle. And Trent, if I'm not mistaken, that will more than double the rushing yards that Dixon had on the night, that 57-yarder. And again, they're just getting an extra linebacker out of the middle of the field. So if you can get past the line of scrimmage, Dixon was able to get a big gain, and he shook off three tackles. Two-point conversion this time. They give it to Dixon, and he is going to be hit off the right side. Keeps the legs turning, and he got in. So Dixon right now, just the stronger of the fellas out there on the football field. And the two-point conversion is good. So with 8.56 remaining in the game, Pleasanton 21 and Kennesaw 14 here on the breeze. Curl Agency and Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska. Two names you know and trust. With locations in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden, Curl Agency has simple health insurance solutions for you, your family, and business. Curl Agency is proud to be a Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Nebraska diamond broker. Visit us in Hastings, Roseland, Kennesaw, and Minden. Don't leave anything in your life to chance. That's what Curl Agency, your full insurance provider, is here for. Best of luck to the athletes and coaches. The Breeze 94.5. Well, there's still some points that probably will be scored in this football game, Trent, but now Pleasanton with their biggest lead, 21-14 on two fourth-quarter runs from Kessler Dixon, 7 and 57. Yeah, and these these, uh, special teams have been real key in these uh, uh, conversions. Conversions, turnovers, special teams. You do those three things well, you're going to win football games. Kennesaw probably leading on the special teams part of things, but Pleasanton doing a much better job on the conversions. So Grady Chandler ready to boot it away. Let's see if it's returnable. It's a low-line drive kick, and it's going to die at about the five. Picked up by Dinkert there. Goes from right to left, and he's got all kinds of red and white he's trying to avoid. He gets to the 10. He gets up to the 15, but that's where the return will end. And Kennesaw seems like... Each possession, they're getting deeper and deeper into their own territory to start it. They've been in control of the football game, but now they're down 21-14. Yeah, and uh, they've been doing really well of of blocking up front and providing Dankert and Kennedy some room to run. Um, they're starting to kind of lean on this Pleasanton defensive line. That's where some of these points have been uh, coming from. So down in 10, Kennesaw now down 7, Dankert. Iso in the backfield wants to throw. Starts right, looking left. Chucks it down the middle of the football field and incomplete. Down here at midfield looking for Sean Duffy. Covered by Seth Eckel. Yeah, they just uh, they ran Dankert to this near side and uh, you know kind of faked like he was going to run. And then they sent Duffy on the backside. I'm not sure he had him. That ball had to be thrown perfectly. But uh, it, it's a good play design because it keeps Pleasanton honest. They can't just run after Tyson Danker and try to tackle him. Well, that actually was probably Tyson's best looking throw downfield. Still zero yards in the air. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he had time to set his feet, and that, that was that was the big thing. Second and ten, low snap goes between his legs. He picks it up. Now he's got two men to try to beat, and there's nowhere to go. We hadn't seen that since the first quarter. 
but he is going to lose significant yards here. Third down at about 16. Ball back to the nine. And you see how important it is, just step one, getting the getting the snap back, whether it's shotgun or whether it's under center. And now you're you're sitting at the nine yard line in the shadows of your own goalpost. You if you go backwards again, you got to punt the ball away. You've you've got to be worried about maybe turning the football over. Try and take a look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard, brought to you by Furniture Direct. As it is third and sixteen. And they will put Twins to the right side out of the shotgun here. Quick snap. Quarterback draw. Dankert converted this earlier, but not this time. He will make it back to about the 14-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be fourth down and ten. They're going to say here with the punting situation with 7.40 and the clock running. Now timeout situation is still okay. Neither team has used one here in the second half. Well, at least they got the five yards to give them some room to punt the ball away. And the kick kicked into the line. It is loose at the five-yard line and picked up back now at the nine-yard line by Pleasanton. Connor Hand is over there to scoop it up, but Dankert maybe trying to get a little extra into that one, booted it right into the back of a lineman. Oh, boy. Just uh, he's, he's been flirting with it all night, some of these low kicks, and that time it does go into the lineman. So Pleasanton going to take over in the red zone. Only the second time they've been in the red zone, and now they get to start there. Uh, the way Dixon's been running, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept riding that train. That's a tough one there. I don't know how you put that down. It's not really a blocked punt. Trips to the left side. Dixon right back there, and Keyshaw hands it to him. He goes right side, gets to the five. They stand him up and maybe stretches to the four. It'll be second down and goal. Yeah, and the, Maybe short, excuse me, the six, not the four. It's going to be second and goal at the six. Yeah, and I'm trying to see if maybe he can get the first down or if Pleasanton can get the first down at the one-yard line, and I think they can. So they do have that option, um, but good start. You're, you're looking at second six now. Again, putting those wide receivers out to draw another linebacker out of the defensive backfield. They just keep handing it to Dixon. He pops right side. He walks to the right. He sticks it to the pylon, and he's in. Touchdown, Pleasanton. The third rushing touchdown of the fourth quarter for Kessler-Dixon. And Pleasanton takes a 27-14 lead. That's so tough to defend because Pleasanton's so good at passing. So they bring the they bring the bunch formation to this side, and they just run Dixon to the weak side. And there's just not enough bodies to be able to contain him. And, man, he's starting to run the ball hard. Um, 20 carries, 115 yards, and two touchdowns in this ballgame. So they are going to go for two here, which is a little interesting. Could have went up 28 to 14, but they know Kennesaw will go for two, and so Dixon's working it, so they give it to him again, but this time Kessler does not get in. He'll be tackled at the one, and Kennesaw actually came out of the pile with the football there, did phrase, and so with six minutes and 41 seconds remaining in the game, it is Pleasanton 27, Kennesaw 14 here on The Breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Farming. It's genetics. What you're made of. It's agronomy. Local knowledge and having the tools to put the right product in the right place. It's service built on trust, grit, and determination. Because what it takes to make the best product is a lot like what it takes to make a farmer. Golden Harvest, rooted in genetics, agronomy, and service. Contact your local Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, for more information. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! 
Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. The Breeze 94.5. State football action brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, Pioneer, knows more. Doug Duda, Trent Ocking, Gay, Sterling back at the studios taking care of business. A squib kick here by Pleasanton, and we are going to get offsides on Pleasanton. A flag comes out to uh, tell us that. 27-14, Pleasanton now has the lead. 6.40 to go in the game. Elsewhere in D1, it looks like Fullerton is going to get upset tonight by Dundee County Stratton. Dundee County Stratton leads Fullerton 20-6. Arcadia Loop City gets the winner of that game, and if it is Dundee County, they'll have to go out to Benkelman. Uh, Either way, Arcadia Loop City will be on the road after a 72-14 win over Sutherland. Burwell beat Elm Creek 50-13. They'll host Cambridge, a 62-14 winner over Neely Oakdale. It was Osceola High Plains rallying to beat Creighton 46-32 in the fourth quarter. Cross County leads BDS 20-6. Tri-County is mauling Elmwood Murdoch 54-0 in the third. Howells Dodge led Lutheran High Northeast at the half 44-8. We're getting an update. Here is a squib kick picked up at the 30-yard line by Kennesaw and up to the 33. Pleasanton didn't have to run very far to make the tackle that time, Trent, but Kennesaw is going to have pretty good field position. Yeah, and that's key because last time uh, they had the bat snap and that backed them up to within their own 10-yard uh, line. So you get the good field position after the penalty. Um, it's pretty much now or never down two touchdowns, 6.37 left in this fourth quarter. Howells Dodge now it's a final over Lutheran High Northeast, 56-22. to First down and 10, twins to the right side. In there, the blocking back for Dankert, who wants to throw. Looking to go all the way down the seam, underthrown. Trevin went tips, but it is going to be a jump ball, and Kennesaw gets the catch at the 19-yard line. Kennedy hauls it in. The first pass completion of this football game for Kennesaw, and it's good for 28 yards. Boy, Tory Kennedy just made a huge play. That ball could have been, should have been, possibly intercepted. Trey Kennedy goes in, rips the ball away. If it's simultaneous catch, that's an offensive catch, but he clearly had it. Big 25-yard pitch and catch. Kennedy and Went were really battling for it. First and 10 now at the 19-yard line, just like that for Kennesaw. Same formation, twins right. In to block is going to be Dankert to throw. He's got pressure from Westland. He rolls to his left. He heads up the left sideline. It'll be shoved out of bounds at around the 15-yard line. A gain of four, maybe five on a play, and it stops the clock with 6.02 remaining. 27-14 Pleasanton. So now they're shotgun with twins, but they put Freeze as the running back, and all he's doing, he's just going to pass block. He's just going to sit in there and pass protect, and then they put Kennedy out in the slot, and he's he's shown, obviously, that he can catch the football. He's running good routes. Almost had him there, just he didn't have time to set his feet and throw. Once again, Tice Westland putting on the big-time pressure. Goldenstein and Kennedy to the right. Nobody to the left. Low snap, and they'll just pick it up and run it. Dankert, nowhere to go. Three, four jerseys in there to bring him down at the 15-yard line. So no gain. It'll be third down and six. He did a good job of getting to the line of scrimmage, but again, the low snap, the bobbled snap, whatever you want to call it, is just throwing everything off. Um, That time they were going to just run the receivers off and, and, and just keep it. 
to try to create some space in the flat. I think Kessler Dixon is just throwing them off. You're keep, you're putting your eye on him. You want to at least chip him when he comes through the gap. But he's been playing on the defensive end, so most of the time he's not lined up over center. In fact, he shifts here. Twins to the left side, third down and six, and the false start going to be called here. On Kennesaw, the wide receiver took off down the field. It'll be third down and 11 back at the 20-yard line. Oh, sixth penalty of the night for Kennesaw. All of them have been of the five-yard variety, whether it be a false start or an offside. So that time, you just jumped the gun a little bit. Now you're really behind the six, third and 11. Obvious four-down territory. I mean, that doesn't even need to be said, but um, I, I would expect to drop back and pass here. So Dankert again, same formation with Twins to the wide side of the field. Again, a low snap, picks it up, starts to run, ankle tackled from behind by Dixon. And now it's going to be fourth and long. And this is going to be one of those things that you remember all offseason if they don't get it taken care of right here. They have to convert fourth down and about 12 yards to go at the 21-yard line. And we are going to get a timeout called here by Kennesaw with the season on the line. This was a 14-7 game going into the fourth quarter of play in favor of Kennesaw. Pleasanton has put up 20 straight points. It's the Bulldogs 27 and Kennesaw 14. 5.01 to go. We'll be back after this 30-second break on the breeze. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The Breeze 94.5. With our producer engineer Sterling back at the studio, Trent Ockengate, Doug Duda with you here at Kennesaw. Coach Schnitzler is also the AD, so thanks to him and the gang here as always for their hospitality. And here's what the uh, situation is. Fourth and 12, Kennesaw at the Pleasanton 21. They trail 27-14, five minutes to go in the game. Tyson Denkert takes another low snap, but digs it out, throws over the middle of the football field. It's picked off. Kennesaw has it intercepted up to the 20. That's Keyshaw to the 25. He's still inbounds up to the 30. And finally, he's going to be brought down at the 33-yard line. The tackle made by Austin Peterson, but the pass was just underthrown. It wasn't really that close to a... Wide receiver out there, and Pleasanton comes away with the football and needs some first downs to chew up the clock, and they will advance on to the state quarterfinals. It looked like Jackson Keyshaw was just dropped back as kind of a quarterback spy slash uh, kind of in zone, and he just, just sat in that zone, jumped up, made the pick, and and uh, that's a huge play. And now, I mean, barring a turnover or, or something silly, Pleasanton's got control of this ballgame. Kennesaw needs to just get the three and out here, give themselves a chance. We've seen what Dankert can do. First and 10, Pleasanton at their own 33-yard line, leading it 27-14 under center. Keyshaw can't imagine much more than handing it to Dixon. Off the left side, he'll get a couple up to the 35, and kind of amazing that Pleasanton is able to do what they're doing here on the ground. They couldn't do much in the first half. Both teams made adjustments as the second half moved along, and Kessler Dixon with three rushing touchdowns here in the fourth quarter. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they don't get much here on second down, if they do go to that, that wide trips look and just 
run Dixon off the weak side. It's just so hard to defend. You take that linebacker out of the box, and there's a lot of people in space, and it's a lot of people to cover. Multiple switches here. I think Keyshaw actually had to go run over to the sidelines, but can't imagine that you would even gamble here with a two-score lead. And this is what they're doing. Trips to the right. Took him too long to get things going. So Kenneth, uh, Pleasanton is going to have to burn a timeout. Our high school football coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 27-14 Pleasanton. We are down to 4-10 to go in the game, but they face a second and seven when we return. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Mattress Direct in Hastings now sells cribs. Vivona cribs and changing tables are stylish, affordable, and quality constructed. They are even convertible to become a toddler or full-size bed to grow with your child for years to come. And with prices starting at $199, they won't break your bank. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct in Hastings. And find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The Breeze 94.5. Again, tomorrow, the State High School Volleyball Tournament here on the Breeze, St. Cecilia and Arcadia Loop City, Hastings and Omaha Scott on 1230 KHAS, Giltner and Lawrence Nelson on ESPN 1550, Pleasanton and Central Valley on Power 99. They all start at 1.30. We'll also have the Overton-Bergen match on Power 99, and that gets underway at 3.30. Here it's second down and eight at their own 35-yard line. Quarterback draw, Jackson Keyshaw, straight up the middle of the field for five. Haven't seen that tonight either, Trent, and it's just something different. They're all watching Dixon. They still have that linebacker out on coverage, and it's third down and three, and Kennesaw's got to get a stop right here. Yeah, like you said, uh, everybody's watching Dixon there, and Keyshaw hadn't kept that yet, and uh, he just uses his lead blocker, and you get you get five yards, and now... Uh, third and very manageable. You get the first down here with under uh, 340 left in this game. I, you can almost close the door. So they'll send the trips to the short side of the field here. Kennesaw says, we're just going to pack the box anyway. Keyshaw, long count, gives it to Dixon. He's hit immediately by everybody wearing blue. They don't even tackle him. They drive him back so far. If Keyshaw would have ball faked that and went around the right side, he'd still be going. But that's not what the play call was. They played it safe. Kennesaw actually is not using a timeout yet because it's still a two-possession game. So fourth down, a loss of about four on the play to the 36-yard line. So now um, you can run that uh, that keeper, that bootleg, if you want to. And actually, it looks like possibly they could be punting. You have to watch oh, hard yeah. count here if you are Kennesaw. Don't do anything crazy. Just punt the football away. Dankert is back. Keyshaw takes the snap. A little bit of pressure, but the kick is away and kind of a off the side of the foot, but exactly what they want away from Dankert inside the 20-yard line. And the ball will be marked again deep in Kennesaw territory after a nice directional punt that time from Jackson Keyshaw. They're going to mark it at about the 18-yard line, so it's only about a 26-yard punt, but it gets the job done. Yeah, so now Kennesaw's going to come out. Um, they're probably going to try to throw the ball and uh, and use Tice and Dinkert as much as they can, get out of bounds, get first downs, and completions are fine right now. Um, one little tweak you could do, those low snaps aren't quite getting there. Maybe, maybe move Tyson up a step and uh, <laughs> give him a chance to catch the football and actually run the offense. This is where you have to be disciplined defensively. Keep your eyes back there. 
They could throw back to Denkert, anything crazy like that. Out of the pistol, Tyson back to pass. Under some pressure, steps up, has time, throws it out here, incomplete. A little bit behind Duffy. Bailey got a hand on it, and the ball fall, or excuse me, Klein got a hand on it, and the ball falls to the ground, stopping the clock here with 2.30 to go, 27-14 Pleasanton. All of their points in the second half, in fact, all of their points in the last 12 minutes of this football game. They had not scored until the 222 mark when Keyshaw hit Westland on a shallow cross, and he made a great run after catch for a 59-yard touchdown. And Kennesaw has yet to put together a, a sustained drive of, you know, running 10, 20-yard plays. It's, it's been 51 and 65 yards. Quarterback keeper again for Dankert. And this sometimes, as he crosses the 20 to the 23, this is sometimes where Kennesaw has gotten into trouble over the years when when they do fall behind they don't have the and they don't have to have an aerial attack it's just that they just haven't been able to come from behind in in playoffs before and and that's what we're looking at right here yeah um you know I was just looking at stats and early on you know against Overton Kennesaw uh, Dankert threw seven for 11 for three touchdowns well I looked at the rest of the season he only had six more touchdowns yeah. after the fact yep that was the big night on opening night and Time continues to tick down here, a minute 50 to go. So not, now you're looking at even if you do score, you've got to recover an onside kick. Third and six. Back to pass with plenty of time. Now stepping up in the pocket. Denkert's going to have to run anyway, and he is going to be up to close to first down yardage at the 29-yard line. They are going to stop the clock and uh, pull him off the pile after the Westland tackle. And then the clock's going to run. They're short of the first down marker. Um, they've only got two timeouts. Wyatt Reese in there. They're going to give they, them the first do. down. Okay, so that stops the clock. And I think they're going to take the timeout. And now uh, Kennesaw will take the timeout. So they'll have it at their 29-yard line with 135 to go in the game, 27-14. Pleasanton with the lead. You're listening to the state football playoffs on the breeze. They're actually going to bring the chains out. They signaled first down. Now they're going to bring the chains out. And Kennesaw probably wouldn't have to be charged a timeout now if they would get ready to go. And it is a first down, so they were right, the officials were. So it is a first down. Don't forget, when we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats and score updates for you here on the Breeze 94.5. And don't forget also to vote or nominate for your Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. Travis Meath of Ravenna, Josie Jacobowski of St. Paul are this month's winners. First and ten, fake the handoff, quarterback keeper around the left side. There's some room here for Dankert. To the 35, he tries to get out of bounds, and he does just short of the first down marker at around the 37-yard line, a gain of about eight, maybe even nine. It'll be second down and short. Yeah, more important than the yards, though. He, he did get out of bounds, didn't try to do too much and, and try to fight for that first down. He he got out of bounds, stopped the clock. Now you can, you can kind of take your time. When you run Goldenstein in to call the play, maybe have two plays in mind when you do that. Second down and two. Kennesaw down by 13. Under two minutes to go here. They'll hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Three backs in the backfield. Low snap. Dankert has to pick it up and run right again. Trevin went, dropped him before he could get the first down. Our side judge just about blew his knee out going in to mark that. They did blow the play dead because they want to look at the sidelines, but he is short. 
And they're going to be kind to bring in the chains again. Or are they just going to call a timeout? Timeout on Kennesaw's side. So third down and one. And they'll have a minute 19 to go with a score of 27 to 14. Back in a moment on the breeze. Anywhere fall activities take you, Freeze and Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Freeze and Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Freeze and Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FreezeandFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Freeze Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Well, on third and one out of the timeout, Dankert goes straight forward and has the first down, so it sets up first and ten at the Kennesaw 37-yard line. Low snap. Dankert just picks it up and gets what he can around the right side, 30. Can't get out of bounds. Westland makes the tackle at the 27. And they've got to go fast. Clock's running, no timeouts. Uh, they burned all three of their timeouts. Well, they so. still show the one on the board, uh, Trent. I'm not sure once they when they brought out the sticks and measured it if they charged them with I, the I timeout they, or not. So there's still one left, but they're not using it. Second down and one. And there's a good snap. Denkert left side has the first down, and that will stop the clock. But you're down to 26 seconds, and I don't know. You're hoping that the soft enough defense will allow Denkert to break one. Right now, you've got to. You've got to take your shot downfield. So, and now Kennesaw, after the first down, calls timeout, and that will be their final timeout. And again, they're down 27 to 14. Uh, it doesn't look good. And we go to the scoreboard. Uh, Pleasanton uh, going to be at home against Twin Loop. Twin Loop shutting out Mullen in the second half. They win it 36 to 14. So Mullen, who was also in the state final last year, they're out. Johnson Brock's out. Creighton is out. And uh, Things get real interesting. You have the 5, the 7, the 8, and the 11 seeds advancing on to the quarterfinals out of the West. Yeah, things out West can get crazy. Uh, not everybody plays each other, and it's tough to get a read on, you know, who's actually for real and, and who's played maybe a tougher schedule. All right, Kennesaw ready to snap. Both the backs are up this time. Denkert fakes the run, drops back to pass. One man in the pattern now has to roll out and throw towards the sideline, and it's incomplete. Goldenstein was the first man he was looking for. Kennedy was on the backside of the play and just kind of threw that one away, second down and ten. Yeah, at this point, I think you've got you've to send three guys or four guys out and just throw it up and hope somebody comes down with it and, and, and throw it to the end zone. I mean, don't throw it short. and uh, yeah, Don't run yourself out of time. Doesn't do you any good to score on the last play. So second down and ten at the 23. Dankert going to run forward off the left side, and that's going to do it. He gets to the 19-yard line. He's tackled with 12 seconds. Kennesaw hustles up to the line here, tries to either spike it or run another play. 
Dankert takes it, goes straight off the left side. He's going to get a couple of more and be brought down inbounds, and that will end the football game. And the Pleasanton Bulldogs are able to advance on to the state quarterfinals here today with a 27-14 victory over Kennesaw, the only two losses Kennesaw had this year to Pleasanton, 8-2 and two now for both of these football teams. But Pleasanton advances on to Tuesday night's game, and they will get to play at home the way this all worked out against Twin Loop, uh, a team that they have played in the past, and uh, we will see how that plays out uh, on Tuesday, Trent. Yeah, and um, it's going to be an exciting matchup, but tonight... Uh, after the slow start offensively, things just really opened up. Uh, Pleasanton, they went on that big run of 20 straight points, and that proved to be enough tonight. Kennesaw, just not enough options um, to consistently score the football. Yeah, it was a little rough uh, tonight for them because they were in the lead and uh, in control and uh, had this, I mean, they weren't putting the football game away by anyone, but it's 6 nothing with about four minutes to go in the third quarter, and, and they have the football, and things are going well for them, and then quickly it, it changed, and they find themselves down and, and couldn't get back into this one. Yeah, we, we really saw it change after uh, Pleasanton came out in the second half, and they put together a, a really good drive, and they, they, they scored um, pretty much on their – it was their second possession of the, of the half, and that really uh, – that just opened up the playbook for everybody. And Pleasanton, once it got opened up, once the points started flying on the board, it really gave Pleasanton the advantage. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a good time in Pleasanton Bulldog land. Unfortunately, Kennesaw, who's going to have some good teams uh, this winter when they throw them on the court out there. But Pleasanton Volleyball, uh, they are looking uh, very good. Number one seed playing tomorrow at 130 on Power 99. Now the football team is into the state quarterfinals, and uh, there are a handful of schools uh, around the state where you have that situation right now. Yeah, and, um, you know, Lawrence Nelson, they, they made it to state. Uh, you know, their season got ended tonight, but there's just an example right there. Hastings High, uh, they're playing in the second round of the playoffs, the quarterfinals, and they've got a, they've got a team going to Lincoln tomorrow. So it, it's it's fun when, when your girls and boys can both have some success. There's maybe a little less trash talking going down the hallways. Well, and ironically, the last time that Pleasanton was in the state quarterfinals was against Sargent in 2009. They won that football game 34-6, to then lost in the state semifinals to Hayes Center out there. Hayes uh, went on to uh, finish runner-up down uh, in Lincoln, but uh, weird how that works that in 2010, Sargent ended their season as well, uh, 58-7, to when Sargent was on a run there, uh, taking on Howell's Dodge a couple of times. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, you go up to Sargent, that's a, that's a place that has a lot of tradition. Um, how many state finals have has Sargent or, you know, Twin Loop, the co-op, been in now. And uh, they had a down year last year, but, man, they reloaded quick. And, by the way, uh, two years ago, Twin Loop beat Pleasanton in the first round of the playoffs the last time Pleasanton was in. So there is a lot of history between those two schools, and they will meet again next Tuesday night. And we will have radio coverage for you, most likely over on Power 99, uh, again, 98.9. And we will keep you up to date with what else is going on. We need to take a break, and when we're back, it's the New West Post Game Show. Final stats and a recap of tonight's football game, plus all the other scores. Stay with us. 
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Anywhere fall activities take you, Friesen Ford has you covered. With a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, right on our lot. Friesen Ford has a selection to make it anywhere your fall activities take you. From marching band practices to high school football and volleyball games, their friendly sales team will work with you to find a car that fits your needs. And easy financing options are available. See the selection today at Friesen Ford, just off I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com for sales, service, parts. Trust your friendly Friesen the Breeze 94.5. Doug Duda, Trent Ockengay, glad to have you along with us here on The Breeze 94.5 KLIQ FM, Hastings, Kennesaw, and our friends down the road here in Junietta. Uh, we had uh, a, a different football game here tonight. 27-14, Pleasanton advances on to the state quarterfinals, and uh, Trent has a look at the uh, final numbers, but uh, again, for the folks that uh, joined us maybe a little bit late, it seemed like the conditions really bothered the football teams in the first half a whole lot more than they did in the second half. Yeah, I think the wind died down just a tad. Uh, may not feel like it <laughs> if you're sitting outside in the stands or over on the sideline. So uh, let's go ahead and look at Kennesaw. Tyson Danker just one for nine for 25 yards passing, and he carried the ball 40 times for 164 yards um, in a touchdown. Also added a 65-yard punt return for a touchdown. Trey Kennedy, seven carries, 26 yards. Um, Trey Kennedy did have one catch for 25 yards. So 215 yards on 56 plays, averaged four yards. Uh, four yards a carry and 2.7 yards per pass attempt. And, and we, what would you say, Trent? Probably a dozen snaps that were on the ground or dropped. I, we're not laying this all on the center, so don't don't think that. But uh, with the way things went, there there were probably 12 offensive plays tonight, uh, at least for Kennesaw, that started off by Denker just having to go get the football either after a low snap or he dropped it or he handed it off into the hip of one of his running backs. Yeah, it wasn't all the center. It was sometimes Dankert uh, catching that snap, and it just bobbled and went on the ground. He had uh, over 10 runs of negative yardage, and most of those were as a result of those um, those bobbled bad snaps. We don't like to say bad snaps here in Nebraska, <laughs> but uh, that was certainly the case tonight. So, um, Looking at Pleasanton, Jackson Keyshaw, Five for 18, way below his season average for uh, completion percentage, but 122 yards and a touchdown. Um, running the ball, Tyce Westland, one carry, one yard. Uh, Trevin Went, one carry, two yards. Uh, Trevin Went also passed the ball um, two times. He was one for two for 21 yards. And uh, Kessler Dixon, big night, 22 carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns. And Jackson Keyshaw, eight carries for 
two yards. Uh, Tice Westland, two catches, 72 yards. Kessler Dixon, one catch, 30 yards. So Pleasanton, 259 yards on uh, 52 plays. Averaged 3.7 yards a carry and uh, seven yards a pass attempt. So very even when it came to that, and the only turnover of the ball game really didn't matter. It was a fourth down pass that got picked off, so you were going to give it over on downs uh, anyway. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, final scores. Uh, There's only a couple of games still going on. Again, here in the D2 West bracket, Pleasanton 27, Kennesaw 14. They will host Twin Loop on Tuesday night. Twin Loop pulled away in the second half for a 36-14 win over Mullen. It was 22-14 at the half, and then both of the road teams won the other two games Overton 36 to 12 over previously unbeaten Garden County and Central Valley defeats Elwood by a score of 50 to 24 in the east half of the D2 bracket Humphrey St. Francis beat Lawrence Nelson this afternoon 60 to 14 they will travel to Plainview who was a 36 28 winner over defending champion Johnson Brock Bloomfield has beaten Hardington Newcastle 50 to 22. They will host Falls City Sacred Heart, a 56 to 6 winner over Clarkson Lee. In D1, Burwell, a huge win today over Elm Creek, 50 to 13. That was 22 to 13 at halftime. They beat them 50 to 13. So Burwell will host the number one seed in the West in D1, Cambridge, who's undefeated, 62 to 14 over Neely Oakdale. Arcadia Loop City was able to roll early over an outmatched Sutherland team, and unbelievably, Sutherland was undefeated, but their best back. It'd be like losing Tyson Dankert uh, for for Kennesaw. Their best back uh, got hurt a couple of weeks ago, and Arcadia Loop City beat Sutherland 72-14. At last check, Fullerton had put up two fourth-quarter touchdowns, but they can't get a conversion. Dundee County Stratton 20, Fullerton 18. So uh, no matter what, Arcadia Loop City is on the road on Tuesday. And in the East, Howells Dodge beats Lutheran High Northeast 56-22. Osceola High Plains rallies to knock out defending champion Creighton 46-32. Cross County over Bruning Davenport Shickley 20-6. Been a while since BDS has been out early in the playoffs. And then maybe the shocking score of the night, Elmwood Murdoch, the three seed in the East, gets beat 68-8 by Tri-County tonight. So Tri-County will play Cross County at to Cross County, and Osceola High Plains will have to go to Howells Dodge. And those are your playoff scores for tonight. We'll take a break, wrap things up here from Kennesaw on the Breeze and the New West Post Game Show in a moment. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. The Breeze 94.5. And it has gone final in Fullerton. Dundee County Stratton 20. 
and Fullerton 18. So Arcadia Loop City headed down to uh, Bankelman. So we'll be covering them and Pleasanton on a Tuesday night on our uh, network of stations. Our scoring again tonight, only one score in the first half. that actually went over Tyson Dankert's head. He ran back, scooped it up at the 15, and returned at 65 yards for a touchdown. The two-point run was no good. Six to nothing at the 424 mark of the second quarter after there was hardly any offense put up in the first quarter. In fact, Trent uh, Pleasanton had one nice drive. They had a good kickoff return to start the game, brought it out to the 35, got a first down, were stopped on fourth and two. Then the next time, they did move the ball down the field by lining up in that eye and running it, but again, were stopped on fourth and two. Then Kennesaw started to win the field position battle, and that punt would have really pinned him back, but uh, Dankert showed his explosiveness, and that's all we really had in the first half. Yeah, just that one big that one big spark, and it looked like you know Pleasanton running that eye formation didn't really get into their traditional sets of, of spreading Kennesaw out, and Kennesaw not really able to find much for running room. Both teams were under 100 yards in that first half, which not common in eight-man football, especially when you get in the playoffs. The first score of the third quarter was a 59-yard touchdown pass, which was basically 12-yard pass and 47-yard run. And uh, Tice Westland broke a couple of nice tackles, stayed inbound down the Kennesaw sideline, and then uh, Chandler added the extra point kick, 222 to go in the third quarter, 7-6. to six. And then after the kick went into the end zone, a 65-yard drive only a minute later, Dankert breaks one around the left side. They got into that new formation where it wasn't technically double wing, but that's what it looked like. He was in the pistol. He had his wings out to each side, and Dankert ran right down the Kennesaw sidelines, 51 yards, added the two-point conversion, and right back on top, 14-7. to But then it was all Kennesaw the rest of the way. A seven-yard run on the first play of the fourth quarter by Kessler Dixon. The extra point kick was blocked on a bad snap, 14-13 Kennesaw. Then uh, Kennesaw went three and out. Dixon, a 57-yard touchdown run where he broke multiple tackles. Really, it was just right up the middle, but they had moved. They had found out how to get that middle linebacker, the second linebacker, if you will, out of the way. The uh, two-point run was good by Dixon. 8.56 to go in the fourth quarter, 21-14. to Kennesaw, another three and out, and then the punt went right into the line and it was covered at the 10-yard line, and two plays later, Dixon took it in from six yards out. This is a game that Kessler Dixon will remember for a long, long time. Not only does he have these three touchdowns, but he had to be close to 20 tackles in the football game. Yeah, he was all over Tyson Dankert. Um, you know, a lot of those uh, short yardage or negative yard plays, it was Kessler Dixon. He was in the backfield. He was causing bad snaps. Um, he was everywhere, and he had a heck of a game running the football. Slow start, and then you know, busted that 57-yarder off, and um, you just have to take your hat off and say, you know, you played a great game, and, and that's what he did. And pretty young football team, especially for Kennesaw. We're going to see a lot of these guys back next year. We'll see a lot of these guys back in another six days when we have a Pleasanton uh, taking on uh, Twin Loop up at Pleasanton in the next round of the playoffs. And you have been listening to High School Football on the Breeze and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Thanks to the coach and athletic director, Craig Schnitzler. He always treats us great over here at Kennesaw, and we love covering of Blue Devil Athletics, and we will be doing it again this winter. But... I know in some aspects, Trent, even though this is a young football team, 
you, you walk away tonight, it's cold, you wanted to get out of the stands immediately. For three quarters, you thought maybe you were going to win this football game. Kennesaw just wants to know when they're going to be able to play a little bit deeper into the playoffs. Unfortunately, it just hasn't happened to them. Yeah, and uh, you look at the roster, not a lot of seniors on the team. Um, I think they lose four seniors, and, and Wyatt Hansen was already hurt. Uh, you know, you feel terrible for him. He, he gets hurt versus Giltner in a game that they probably could have won without, but you can't hold your guys out at that point because mm-hmm. you're you're preparing for the playoffs. So um, they're going to bring a bunch of guys back, including Tyson Dankert. He's only a sophomore, and then they, they have 10 freshmen on their roster. So they have a good chance to build some numbers. And, uh, you, know, you know, going forward, you know, they're always going to be here. So um, they're okay. going to be a team that, They'll they'll compete. They'll win six, seven, eight games about every time uh, every time it turns August and we play football. After three fourth quarter Kessler Dixon touchdowns, Pleasanton beats Kennesaw twenty seven to fourteen. For Trent Akagay, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks so much for joining us for high school football here on the Breeze. Don't forget state volleyball tomorrow. Pleasanton Central Valley on Power ninety nine at one thirty, followed by Overton and Bergen here on the Breeze at Saint Cecilia and Arcadia Loop City at one thirty. Have a good night. You've been listening to High School Sports on The Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney.